Hey guys, go to BurtBurtBurt.com and get a copy of my book, Life of the Party. Get a shirt. Check out my tour dates. I'm in Atlanta this week, Richmond next week, October 9th. I'm in Edmonton doing a call-in sick to work show. That is where I go do radio, I go drink, and then directly after that at 11 a.m., I do a show. That's right. Call in sick to work. Today's guest, she has her own podcast, Miss Pat, and my wife, Liam. This is Hello? Yeah, sit down. Oh, okay. What did you want? Do you want something to drink? What's your <laughs> My daughter's painted them. I got cokes here. Oh, okay. Did you bill all of this stuff? No. You had HGTV people come in and do it for you? Yeah, DIY. Oh, coke? fucking I love DIY. You know I love DIY. My whole house is DIY. Oh, shit. My kids have fucked this up. <sighs> How's been the... Miss Pat tour. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired as hell, ripping and running. <laughs> Which uh, who a podcast have you done? I did uh, what Ari's uh, Joey Joey uh, Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz. He was How was like, that? I haven't listened to it yet. He was so fucking fun. Oh, the two of you. You know what they kept saying? We was alike, and when I pulled him up, and I was like, we don't look alike. No, you don't, <laughs> no, you don't alike. look alike at all. <laughs> and I like when I talk to him. He always talking about uh, stay black. I was like, uh, are they they gonna change my color? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't say stay Cuban or Puerto Rican or whatever the hell he is. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's one of the most fascinating guys I ever. I've ever gotten the kind of been lucky enough to know because he, we're so we're so globally different guys, but we're very similar in a lot of ways. Yeah, he's you know? he's a sweetheart. I think part of it's stand up. I think you once you start doing stand up, the uh, like you kind of morph into the same fraternity or whatever the yeah you know with that same group of people. I say fraternity. I guess that makes it male oriented. But so what was the uh, what was the have you gotten a lot of Twitter feedback? Shit, chill. Yeah, so, is it shock you that your fan base is white men? <laughs> it does shock me that my fan base is white. I don't know why they like me either. I was like, I wish you would give this fucking energy to my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I, I be showing my husband my Twitter feed. Look, you better do something. Like, you see all these white men after me. That's <laughs> my favorite moment. Was uh, I said something and I I was like, I think I tweeted it. I was like getting a lot of love for the miss pat episode and uh and and, and then my phone started blowing up and my twitter goes to leanne's phone mm-hmm. so whatever comes up goes right on the front thing and she's like what did you do with the miss what did you do with miss pat and i said you haven't listened to it she's like no and the very beginning of the podcast is you telling your son to sleep in that bed uh-huh and leanne's like and it's leanne heard your accent she was like she from atlanta i said <laughs> yeah and and then we listened to it with the girls in the car oh lord have mercy <laughs> like for the first like only like the first 30 minutes uh, like when you got your nipple shot off <laughs> uh-huh. did that scare leanne? <laughs> leanne leanne went like this like oh <laughs> till it didn't hurt <laughs> could you hear my son on there i haven't listened to it because my phone would not it was it wouldn't stop going off so really and then i've been so busy trying to do other things and ripping and running I so, so who's, who else you did you did joey ari ari yours me and then i did eddie else oh again i did eddie again it was fun yeah yeah we just just you know eddie wow he called his shit the rape cottage 
and he wants you to go over there and jack penises and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, he does oh. he does weird shit. Yeah, he wants you to have an abortion right there in front of. Him. He, they <laughs> did they did like a masturbation challenge or something. What they young? Yeah. No, they're not. <laughs> Eddie's my age. Really? Yeah. He said, well, he want to be young. Because I was like, Eddie, you be doing too much time. Come his bed, just feel his penis. I'm like, I am not touching this dude's penis. You didn't even give me no gas money, you clown. <laughs> now you got me over here jacking penises, white penises for free. Did you, is it kind of weird to think that, like, that, do you think you connect more with, like, accidentally with white guys than you do, like, black women? No, I think I. You know what I think? It, what it is is that I think people just find me interesting, and they like that I'm honest. I guess, and I, I, they think I'm really real, which I yeah. think I am. I speak my mind, and you know, I've learned uh, over the years. A lot of times, I say stuff people wish they could say. Like it's I don't the, have a problem saying "fuck you," get out of my face. Yeah, well, it's the power of being a black female. Is that what it is? Yeah, there's. Let me tell you something. That, and and I remember they taught us this in in like college or in high school. They said the earning power goes like white man, black man, white woman, black woman. I think that was what they said, the earning power in the workplace or something. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, when I heard that, I was like, that that would make, make sense why black women just tell you what the fuck they think. Yeah, because they ain't getting paid shit. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's, I have a joke about it's the realest, it's the most... Honest out of all of the humans, black women are the most honest. Yeah. They, I mean, and even the ones, like, I have a couple of girlfriends that been to college and won't speak their mind. It's really nice. And, I mean, I, I just call them pussies. I was yeah. like, speak up. Yeah. You know, don't take White shit. women are the most dishonest people alive. Dishonest? Oh, fucking white women will lie to your face. And they will fucking kill the shit out of their husband. They'll dump you in asses while you still yeah. awake. <laughs> yeah. White women are scary because I've, I've dated a lot and you just, it's like, God, I wish I could get fucking into this. But like, I, I can't even get into it because I'm so, I have a problem with telling the truth too much. Like I use people's names and I tell, and, I, and like if I said what I'm thinking, then that person would hear this and then they get upset I remember the I remember my history or my truths fairly honestly. Like I, I don't really I don't really paint it other than with the brush that I saw it. But man, some people look back at their past and they're like, I wasn't that person. You're like, yeah. Like when you have friends that went through like drug addiction mm-hmm. and they're like, I wasn't that bad. And you're like, No, you, that's why we did an intervention. Yeah, because like, you was fucked up. Yeah, like there are white women who just go, Yeah, but everyone's like this and you're like, No, you're not. Like, like, and I wish I could get real, uh, like, and I wish I couldn't, I wish I didn't even start saying this, because I have, like, four white women in my life right now that I'm friends with, or that I grew up with, that are probably think I'm talking about them. <laughs> well, tell them you're not. Yeah, I, I'm not, but I, if I say their names, they're going to go, oh, well, you are, kind of, because <laughs> it kind of falls in it. That's why I, I wish I had fucked around with more black chicks growing up. Well, how are you going to say that when you got a white wife in the other room? <laughs> I could. I could. I could. If I brought home like uh, like Oprah, she'd be cool with it. 
like, why, why it's got to be Oprah? Why it couldn't be a Miss Pat? No, because well, no, because she's a fan of Oprah, so she'd be like, "Oh my God, you're fucking Oprah! Like, how cool is that?" <laughs> but you know what a black one would say? Get that bitch out of here! Yeah, you fuck who she is? You yeah. can be Oprah Popeye. She can be Michelle Obama. I, black women don't believe in sharing their shit. I say that about white women all the time. Like they'll be at the club and they be like, "Oh, I love you, Miss Pat," and they'll kiss me, be like, kiss my husband too. I was like, "I'm not fucking kissing your husband." <laughs> What do you get off letting people kiss your husband? Yeah. White women do that to me all the time. And they was like, oh, can my husband touch your titty? No, bitch. <laughs> and Leah said, did you see your nipple? I went, I know. No, I was in a hotel room <laughs> with her son. I don't show my nipple anyway. <laughs> see, I told you. White women are so shared. Yeah. And I always say, I always say this about white women. They always act like they shocked when their husband cheat with the nanny. Well, you brought this sexy young bitch with nicer titties oh. in your house than you. You should see my nannies. Oh, God. And I'd say, don't fucking hire pretty nannies. I mean, they're all tens. Like, I have, I've had four, and they're all just get, exp- like, just progressively hotter. I don't know why white women do that. They're just so naive. You could not bring a bitch in your house to keep your kid. If you do, it's got to be your mama, excuse me, or the grandmama. It could never be a sex. If I, when I get money, my fucking nanny would be a gay guy that's blind. <laughs> Who gay guy blind? Who, yeah, who I know my husband is not going to fuck. <laughs> you don't bring an opportunity in your house. That's the other thing that's amazing to me. Black men do not find gay shit funny. Like, white guys love gay shit. Like, yeah. Like, we could, like, if, like, I always do a joke on stage, like, and I'll point to a white guy, I go, if I could sneak around and put my dick on his shoulder, he'd be like, got me. But if you do that to a black man, he'd lose his fucking mind. Yeah. Well, I wonder why that is. Cause I, I, they, you know, if they're not gay, they don't want you to be playing with them with gay shit. Yeah, but, but what? But it's like, it's like you heard like when that when like like the, you talked about the NFL and the NFL. Like I remember, I don't, I'm gonna say Clinton Portis because he's the guy that always had an opinion. It seemed like, but you talk like they'd be like, yeah, not that shit in the locker room. But like I think white guys are more accepting of homosexuality. Does that make sense? Yeah, because we grew up, you know, you grew up in the black church and you just, it's not right, it's not right, don't fucking do it. You know, black people are the most hater. Christian Christian black people are the most fucking haters of gay people. Yeah. More than even that white wing, that middle of the earth white wing person, you know, who you, super Christian. Yeah. You can bring them around, but you could never bring my 69 year old daddy around that gayness is okay. Really? Yeah, because I mean, you know, my daughter's gay. And I remember we, when he didn't know it, he, she borrowed his car. And she had all these lesbians over his house. So he picks up the phone in the other room and he was like, Your daughter got my car. Tell her bring my car back. And I was like, What's wrong, daddy? He was like, You know, I think your daughter's a bull goddamn diger. And I had to put the phone on. That's such an interesting way to say it. It makes it into like a verb. <laughs> yeah. He, and he's supposed to be a Christian. So I was like, What you say? say She's a bull goddamn diger and god don't like that fucking shit and all through the conversation he was hollering god and fuck her and she's gay and she's going to hell and i, I was fucking hollering i called my daughter and i was like your granddaddy said you a bull goddamn diger and break his cup back <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest shit of a bull goddamn diger. When, I mean, you know you old. It's like bull diger is like saying reefer. 
Yeah. You just don't you don't use those words anymore. <laughs> Boy, I holler, I holler. And it was funny because when my when my daddy passed, my daughter dreamed about it and he had a suitcase in his hand and he had on his little hat that he left behind. And he she said he was just standing there saying, You need to get shit together. <laughs> and she woke up. <laughs> I said, he didn't call you no bull goddamn dog in your dream. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, my daddy didn't like gay. He didn't really? like it. Mm-mm. And, and he was the most racist. He he wasn't racist where he hated. He just thought that we, we supposed to stay separate. Like I take him to the movie theater. I live in all white neighborhood of Indianapolis, so I take him to the movie theater. And we the only black people. He was like Pat. I was like, what, Dad? We gotta go to the top. I was like, why the fuck we gotta go to the top? You got one fucking leg. Who gonna drag your big heavy black ass to the top of this movie theater? <laughs> and he was like, Colos said in the back. I said, who the fuck is Colos? <laughs> <laughs> I said that shit doesn't change. You see that little fucking blue sticker? That's for you because you're the fucking wheelchair. You handicap. You about to park that goddamn chair? I ain't about to drag your ass up them step like you know fucking Walking Dead or no slave. Such a big black ass right there, and I'm going up here in the middle so I can see. <laughs> that was his mentality. Wait, where did he where did he grow up? He grew up in Georgia. He, uh, he grew up in Georgia. But he grew up in Georgia. In the South during his sixties and, you know, the civil rights movements and all of that shit and that's the that is that fascinates me. Like the 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 when genuine racism and, and I don't even like I don't even know if it was if it's the racism that fascinates me, but like like the fact that people were like that. Like I I'll like What uh, is your race? White. Oh, why are you so fascinated? Y'all did it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? You talking like no. you Jews or no, no, no. Arab or some but shit we, that went over here. I didn't do it because my family. I know you didn't do it. No, 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 it. but my family's first, I'm third generation Irish. So I'm not, I, my family wasn't around during slavery. Oh, what was so, you at? Was my, they were in Ireland and Germany. Oh, okay. So, so it was crazy. So y'all was on the fucking with the Jews. Y'all we was killing the, we the were, Irish. We were the, we were the, no, uh, uh, my, my, my dad's. My dad, if my dad ever heard this, he'd be like, buddy, what the fuck are you saying? My dad's family that stayed in Germany. So my dad's dad stormed the beaches of Normandy and then went in and marched to, uh, to exonerate. Exonerate? No. To elite, not alleviate. What do they do to the Jewish people? I have no fucking idea. I'm black. You saw Schindler's List? That was your yeah. one movie. <laughs> They fucking shot him they for toys. He went to liberate, liberate, okay. liberate the. Um. You wasn't asking me to find that where my vocabulary was. You deliberate, really? Sound like some shit I go to court on. I was like, really? You was looking for me to say deliberate? Stay within my category, Bert. Damn. He went in. Exonerate, liberate. What the fuck are you talking about? All I know. Is Free slaves. <laughs> Those words wasn't in free slaves. Desoderate oh. oh. or liberate. What the fuck are you talking about? We in court. <laughs> he, he went in to liberate the Nazi camp, the Jewish concentration camps. Okay. And so he, uh, and then when he got there, he saw some of his cousins working there, like as Nazi soldiers. And he was like blown away. And it, it kind of fucked with his head. He wrote it about his diary that had his family stayed in Germany, he would just been a Nazi. And so... But he wasn't, and so he, you know, liberated the the concentration camps. But um, I think I came down to Florida. My parents were, um, my parents were, 
both Yankees. That's what the you know Yankees. You heard that word. Like yeah. some people don't know that that's a real slur towards Northerners is Yankees. And so my parents were both Yankees and moved down to Florida. So they were extremely liberal. I mean, my I've never to this day I've never heard my dad or my mom ever use the M word ever. And if they ever heard it, my mom or dad are the kind of people that would stand up and say something. Like they're that is who they are. No questions asked. But. So I think I was always fascinated. And like when I grew up, it was almost like cool to have a big group of black friends. What <clears throat> What are you, in your 40s? Yeah, 41. So, you know, you didn't really, I mean, you probably, because the way your parents raised you. Like my mama didn't raise me. I, I didn't see white people. So, you know, I only saw y'all on TV. So it was like, you know, like I told you earlier, Price is Right and shit like that. Yeah. So I didn't have to really deal with you. I didn't have to deal with you until I got into the real world. Then I realized we all the fucking same, which was spooky as hell. Because, like, if you think black men's like, I mean, white men's like me, black women, white women like to kiss me. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Why do yeah. you fucking want to hug me? And I was so scared of white people. That's such an interesting thing that white people would rather make friends with a black person than a white person. Because it's something that it's, it's something that they don't know about. Because, like I told you before, we have we don't have to. You don't have to know about me, but I have to know about you. What do you mean? I have to deal with you on a daily basis. You don't have to go to the black name. You don't have to deal with nobody black if you really don't want to. Uh-huh. You can stay in your little circle of white people. But wherever I go in the world, I have to deal with white people. Whether it's a job, whether it's an Asian, whether it's a magic, oh, everything. Fuck, I, I mean, think about, about that. You're you an NFL player. Most of the fucking agencies are white. You don't have that many black ones. Yeah. So black people have to deal with white people. Y'all don't have to fuck with us if you don't want to. That's why when we come to your neighborhood and live in your neighborhood, y'all put the fucking for sale sign up. I never looked at it that way. I don't really have to deal with black people. No, you don't. You, I mean, it's. I have to deal with white people all the time. My fucking manager is white. You know, everybody I deal with, Hollywood is white. Everything I do is, you know, is white. But you don't have to be bothered with us. And then when the and, then- and I have to, I have to try to cross over as a comic. You don't have to come and learn how to do the black crowd. It's not important to you, but it's important to me because I need everybody to like me. You can just have white people liking you, and you ain't gonna give a fuck about no black people because they're not gonna support you anyway. Yeah. But I'm black, so I need my people and your people to make it where you need just white people. And you need, and, and, and one of the things, like, and I always say this, black crowds are 10 million times more critical than white crowds. Fuck yeah, they're going to tell you, you know, they're, they're going to tell you what's funny. They're saying is black people make you funny, but rich, white people make you rich. Yeah. And it's, but there's, it's more rewarding to make black people laugh than white people. Yeah, because they're honest. They're not going to sit there and be patient. They're going to tell you, get the fuck off stage. I bought my chicken in here and said, you about to get killed. <laughs> I remember. Because they don't skip the bill money to come out to see you. Then you ain't finding You might get your... I, I told you, did I tell you by the time I got hit in the head with a a, 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 a Nerf ball? No. I, had, I was a new comic and my friend signed me up and I really wasn't feeling good. Fucking uh, stomach cramping. And we was having a blizzard in Atlanta. Like so just nervous? I was so fucking nervous. Yeah. And I, plus my period was on, so <laughs> I was fucking cramping. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What were the what were the what were the uh, what were the um, nicknames that black people have for getting their period? Like one of the big ones when I was growing up, all of my girls I knew called it their uncle, their their cousin Herman. 
cousin Herman. That sounds like that sounds like some molestation. My aunt Flo. Aunt Flo, yeah. My Herman's coming your, to town. Uh, your rag, your rag on. Get your rag on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so he signed me up and um and we was a, a DJ from the radio station were hosted. So if they didn't like you, they hit you with Nerf balls. So I go oh, up there. Fuck. I'm three months in as a comic, and this dude did not like me. And he hit me in my fucking head, and it automatically made me think about my baby daddy beating on me. And I said, fuck these jokes. You hit me with another Nerf ball. I'm going to jump off this stage and beat the shit out you with that ugly-ass turtleneck on. <laughs> so he was a little black college-looking student, and I scared him so fucking bad, bad that I went and got me a bucket of Nerf ball, and I I threw them bitches all at him and everybody was just running around the club laughing but I was so mad because you don't hit me yeah. one thing you don't do is hit and fucking disrespect me because I feel like I've been through too much in my life to let some punk ass disrespect me yeah. and I told his ass up and I think I, I said now I said what was crazy because I got so mad and I was like and you know I was just getting out of the streets so I yelled out fuck this shit y'all let's rob this nigga and everybody like rob him what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I wanted to rob him. <laughs> and I looked over and all the comedians on the floor just crying laughing because that street mentality came back to me. Let's yeah. rob him. The fuck am I robbing him for? He just hit me in the head with a Nerf ball. <laughs> I just felt like he did not need whatever money was in his pocket because he fucking hit me in my head with that Nerf ball. That's so interesting uh, because I don't I don't really bet. The res- respect is, is another kind of like a, a very strong um, vibe you get in the black community that you don't get in the white community. Like you could disrespect me, and I don't care. But if I like you, but like if you disrespect a black man, he'll tell. He's gonna he say something. Tell you. And don't ever touch one on the head. That's a form. I don't know where that comes from, but it's if you ever, you know, the rule. And I, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but you, if you, the rule is to never let a white man touch you on your head. If you touch a black man on his fucking head, it's like he, you tell him to bow down. Are you serious? Yes. And he, if, if it's one with some sense, he'll tell you, don't put your fucking hands on my head. Oh, you don't touch black men. Like, no. like there's, that's one of the things I've learned on the internet videos is if you touch, like you don't like, that's like, it's, it's a, it's a personal space thing where yeah. like. Where like if a if a cop put his arm on me or hand on me, I just I just stop. He would take he would assume my power. Like if a cop grabs me, I'm like, sir, I have no problem. Like, but if you, but I've seen it like I've seen like just regular like videos like you'll see where just a, a dude gets pulled over and he's just speeding and the cop touches him. He's like, hey man, you don't touch me. Yeah, it's really fucking fascinating. Because we just I mean especially especially. When they're of another nationality, yeah, because you already think that they can't relate to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I think I think a lot with the with the black community, we we think that you you don't know what it feels to be black back. You don't know what the struggle is. So if like you don't know me, you know what I'm saying? A, that's that's, that's a how T. we I feel, lyric. huh? That's a Ti lyric. Yeah, it is. You don't know me. Yeah. And then you know, for you to just I played that so much and related to that song. Really? Oh my god. It is one of my favorite songs because, uh, uh, because I f- I feel like sometimes that like I it's I, I I will I will I will allow myself to get disrespected and then get my feelings hurt and then get angry 
post, but I won't say anything in the moment. Oh, fuck no. You, I'm not going to get angry and not say anything anymore. I, I had to learn that you can't always speak your, you can't always say what the fuck you want to say, especially doing this type of work that I do. Like when I was a drug dealer, I could say, get the fuck out of my face, jump in my car, and I run you over. What yeah. if I wanted to do? But in this thing, you got to learn how to keep your mouth shut. And that's what I, I had to learn that a lot. A, I mean, the hard way. I would tell somebody, fuck you. I don't need you. But really, you do need a club owner. Yeah, oh, really, yeah, you yeah, do. yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Fuck, and I had to learn that. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, you got to learn how to keep your mouth closed but beg silently. It's like getting raped in prison. Yeah. You got you to gotta, you gotta allow it to happen, but mm-hmm. you can't act like you like it too much or they're going to do it all the time. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's, that's the craziest part about comedy because then you sit there and say, well, why they don't like me? I'm doing everything. I'm bowing down. And then, then you want, as a black person, you want to say, oh, they're racist. But no, they're not racist. They might, they just might not like you, what, but they what, make you pay your dues. What percentage of white people you think are racist? Uh, what percentage you think? I think 80. 80? God yeah. damn. I was going to give y'all not, better credit than that. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but not like, but like, I think qualifiable, like, put it on CNN, that's a racist. Like, I think America judges, like, the, and I'm not saying like, I'm not saying real racist. I'm saying what, what you'd say, Donald Sterling, Justin Bieber, all the people that are getting called racist now, you got to put 80% of the white people in that category. Okay, I agree. Because, I mean... Well, if you want to do that, then we all racist to a certain extent. Oh, I believe that a hundred percent. I believe, yeah. I believe, I believe racism is ingrained in our culture, and it is. And, and I know that Chris Rock had a joke about it, but it is set through the media. It is like it completely is set through the media. What's so fucked up is that you you're not allowed to say what you don't like because you get in trouble, especially when you're famous. What's wrong with? And I'm not. I hope people don't take this the wrong way. Is nothing wrong with Donald Sterling not liking black people? There's nothing wrong with that. Half this country don't like Mexicans. I was just at fucking I mean McDonald's today, and I was like, you know, my whole thing is you're gonna come over here at least speak the fucking English. You know, you fucking up my order because you can't fucking understand. I want my chicken crisp, and you don't want to drop the bitch back in grease and burn it up. You need to learn the difference between crisp and burned up fucking chicken. <laughs> I fucking, my favorite part of that sentence is you, you said in somewhat English, at least learn the English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know I'm Ebonics like, at least learn how to speak Ebonics. You know what I'm saying? Some people, at least people know how to understand I understand fucking love you so much. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> this bitch burnt my chicken sandwich up today. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I didn't ask you to go recook the chicken. It was already cooked. I said fresh, bitch, not burned up. Fucking yeah. chicken was blacker than me. Who want that hard? Ass? I don't have no back teeth. I'm not chewing that shit. <laughs> You're not gonna oh. wear my fucking nose out trying to chew that hard ass chicken. Damn it! Fuck! I swear to God, I want to do a special where I dress as a black woman. You and do? I, and I just come out and, and I just fucking say whatever the fuck I think. Like I guess I'd kind of do that on stage. Now I I dial back anything political only because only because. I didn't care enough. What? You divide the audience. Well, yeah, and it's like and it's like it's like I made one joke one time and I and I remember I lost this black woman to the point where she, I couldn't get her back and she got really upset. And the joke wasn't racist at all, but she all she heard was the first sentence and she, and I lost her. Like she saw red and I was like, "Oh fuck, I don't know what to do." 
and then and then and then there's nothing worse than being white and backpedaling. Oh yeah. And so you, you if you're going to talk about race, you need to come come at it from a really honest perspective. And and be unapologetic and really not give a fuck. My problem is I really give a fuck. I really want people to like me. Well, you know what? I wanted people to like me too. And I learned in school and I learned in life. Everybody, you, my thing, I live like this. Everybody didn't like Jesus Christ if that's what you believe in. Yeah. So I can't compare to Jesus Christ. So, you know, who the fuck am I? So what? If you didn't like him, of course you're not going to like me. He he broke bread and fed your ass. I don't give a fuck if you starve. Yeah. So, you know, you just have to learn everybody's not going to like you. Yeah. She, every woman you slept with didn't think you put it down 100%. You probably thought you did. I'm pretty honest. <laughs> I didn't put it down at all. Well, well, exactly. So <laughs> I, I stopped worrying about who liked me. Go fuck yourself. And yeah. then I deal with the people who do like me. Yeah. What's, uh, what's, so wait, I want to, I'm dying to, I'm interested to hear about like your, 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 fa- your father or was it your stepfather, stepfather or father? I had both. Yeah. Okay. So, so he would like how how old was he when he passed? My father. Which one? Well, the one that with one leg. That was my real daddy. He lived with me in the end. Yeah, yeah. He was like sixty nine. Really? He been dead about three years. So he remembers. Does he remember the? It was the Jim Crow laws in the South. He remember all of that stuff. All and and <clears throat> he. I think he moved when he moved to Indianapolis because he was sick. I think God put him there so he can realize. You know, time had changed because when he first got there, he would be like, Pat, uh, uh, Garrett, Garrett is my son. Garrett is out there playing with them little crackers. So what fucking crackers, daddy? <laughs> this is 2010. Ain't nobody no crackers no more. That's his friend. Yeah. Mm, we didn't play with them when we was little. Well, you 69 fucking years old. You didn't have sex with white women, but it's legal now. Go get you some white pussy for you, die daddy. <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> he was just, he was so stuck in the past. There's nothing like seeing somebody who was so stuck in the past. wonder when they got rid of white water fountains, white and black water fountains. Wasn't that about the 60s? I don't know, but I mean, you figure... There's got there had what to be. Was, you know what was so stupid about that? Because it was all coming out the fucking same pipe. Yeah, you know what? My, I used to have a joke that that once again there's a joke I just stopped telling because it wasn't that funny, but it but it was like one of those jokes that once again it brought up fucking race, and I was like, that's eh, not not worth it. Was I guarantee you the person that was most upset when they ended segregation was the guy making water fountains. Because he was selling them two at a time. Yes, he was. They cut his business in half. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's like, wait, you're, they're going to just use one? I was making two for every water fountain, he automatically sold two. Yes, he did. <laughs> Colored and white. That was so fucking stupid, wasn't oh. it? Well, you have to look back now. And I, the white people still alive. They have to look back and say, who's some fucking idiots? Like, if you jumped in the pool with them, they'll drain the water. I don't, and now everybody wants to be black. That's the crazy shit. Think if you thought. If you went back, if you could have a time machine and you just would go back and be like, just go into like a, a Black Panther meeting and go, guys, relax. In fucking 20 years, every yeah. one of their kids is going to want to be black. Yeah. That's, and then was some crazy motherfucker, those Black Panthers. I never, I, I, I know, all I knew about Black Panthers was what I've seen. All I know about anything with race really is what I've seen in movies. Wow. I mean, That's really. That's all I knew too because my mama didn't do any marching. She was too busy watching The Young and the Restless. <laughs> 
you know, some black people are like, I'm going to let y'all fix that shit. When y'all get it together, then I'll join you. Yeah. <laughs> everybody ain't no fighter. <laughs> yeah. So my mama sat at home and let, you know, everybody else fought. And when they got it together, she went out and got what was whatever they, whatever the rewards were. Oh, I couldn't. I, I wouldn't be. I don't have like people. I think people think nobly of the way they would have behaved in the past. I wouldn't have had the balls to be one of those free riders. I know I couldn't have picked cotton. I'm so glad I was born in seventy. Do you know why they called a cotton pick a minute? Huh? You ever heard that? You wait one cotton pick a minute. You ever heard that? You know why they say that? No. Because picking cotton for one minute is apparently the longest minute of your life. It's just such tedious fucking work that no one wants to pick cotton for like one minute. So Who the fuck pick cotton now? No one. They got the cotton gin, right? I don't, I don't know. Do people know. do people still pick cotton? I know when I pass through Florida, I see uh, Mexican picking apples and berries and shit. Yeah, I guess they probably no. There's got to be a machine. It got to be illegal to pick cotton. It's hot as fuck everywhere. Oh, I. It's insane when you see cotton fields. When you drive by and see cotton fields, you're like, oh shit, that's fucking cotton. You know what blew my mind? I, you know, I, I've seen cotton before, but I had never seen corn like what in Indianapolis. So I oh think, yeah, yeah, that shit is for ethanol for the gas. So yeah. we grow it right there in my community. So when I first moved there, and I had a white relative, we look relative, we look for us a house, and um, so I passed these cornfields that I never seen in my life before because I'm from the south. And I told the guys like, I don't want to live over here. He was like, Why? I was like, These people don't cut their fucking grass. <laughs> He literally pulled over and turned pink. He was laughing. So I was, what the fuck are you laughing at? He's like, ma'am, that's corn. What the fuck is y'all growing corn in 2006 for? <laughs> like, like, like it's an old practice. You're still making hay? <laughs> I thought it was grass. It was, I was like, why this fucking grass so high everywhere? And he was just looking at me. He turned pink, Bert. He couldn't believe I said that stupid shit. I was like, I'm sorry. I've never seen any shit like this. I, I love, I love that area of the country now what was it what, what's the one that's really really flat is it indianapolis like from uh, yeah i think it's indianapolis if you drive no 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 is it iowa iowa yeah, Iowa. i remember when i first went to iowa i must have been like i was probably before i was married and i think we got high and someone told me i said this is like this seems like it goes forever and they're like give you an anxiety attack right mm-hmm. <laughs> i started looking i was like oh fuck this is really wide yeah. open spaces it is, I, cause you on your way to Iowa now. I leave. So, I leave to Iowa tomorrow. Oh wow! Yeah, I love Iowa. I always make fun of Iowa. It's like my place. Iowa and Omaha are my two places that I go like make not make fun of, but those are my go to like middle of nowhere place. But they're my my favorite places to go. Where you planted there? Uh, Funny Bone. Oh, I haven't done that, but that's nice. I mean, oh, I always you nice would have like. fucking loved the old manager, the old owner. Right now, it, the new owners uh, is his wife. It's his wife, yeah. Well, they say he was racist. Yeah, but you, yeah, but you would have loved him. <laughs> Does that make sense? No, he would have loved him. <laughs> he wasn't racist. He was just he's just older. He, he, he was stuck in his ways. No, he still he had black comics work the club all the time. Some of his favorite friends, some of his friends were black comics. But he was one of those guys. Like he wouldn't be disrespectful to you, but he'd say stuff as a joke to you that I think you would have ended up. I, you would have like ended up liking Paul. He was a little old school, but like not, but not old school racist. But like okay. old school. Uh, I say this because he's dead. I don't want to talk bad about him at all. But he, like, I'll tell you, like, so the last time I, the first time I was in, not first time, probably one of the times I was in Iowa, I got in a call from the doctor, and the doctor said my cholesterol was really bad, my blood pressure was really bad, 
and that I needed to really change my lifestyle or I I wasn't going to be around for long. And I was like, holy shit. It was a really heavy call. And I, I went out to the went up to the bar and he could tell that I had a bad look on my face. He's like, ah, oh, what's the matter with you? And I go, I'm just, uh, I, I have just got a call saying I got to, my cholesterol is bad. And, and he's like, ah, oh, we all got that shit. We all got that shit. Look, <laughs> let me tell you something. I, I got it taken care of. You need some fish. You need some vegetables. Okay. Fish. You know what? As a matter of fact, Hey, Hey, and he yells in the back, get him what I order for dinner tonight. Fish and vegetables. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. You eat healthy like this. You're, gonna be, you're fine. So I'm sitting with him, and he goes, uh, glass of red wine. Get a glass of red wine. It's good for your heart. So I was like, that doesn't seem like it makes sense. But I'm like, all right. And so I get a glass of red wine. I'm sitting with him at the bar. I still have to go on stage. My food comes out. It's fish and chips, fried fish, and french fries. <laughs> I go, Paul, this isn't what they meant. And he goes, no, no, there's fish in there. There's fish, and there's fucking vegetables and potatoes. And But he wasn't even being funny. He was being dead on. He died of a heart attack shortly thereafter. <laughs> But, but he was eating his own recipe. Yeah, he was like, he was like, no, come on. And then he's like, I remember one breakfast. He was like, he was like, oh, you know what you got to get? Very healthy, very healthy. <laughs> he brought me back four biscuits covered in gravy with like sausage gravy. Yeah. And I was like, Paul, this can't be healthy. He's like, no, 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 no. Just eat half of it. <laughs> Just eat half of yeah, it. Yeah, you would have. And and I say this honestly. I don't. And I I don't know. You know, but you, I think you would have enjoyed Paul. I heard a lot about him, but I, I, you still, I haven't played the club. He was he was rough around the edges. I think everyone will say that, but he wasn't like I, when I say racist. I don't, he was not like a, like like he, I don't think he. I think he might have said some coarse things at times, but I don't think he meant like bad towards anybody. Well, you know, like I said, I think all of us is racist. That you know, I think everybody's racist to a certain extent. I don't care nothing about what you dislike as long as you respect me. Then yeah. I respect you. Yeah, that, I don't give a fuck if you go home and you burn crosses in people yard secretly. As long as I don't know about it, I don't care what you do. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I always, I always didn't like those people. Like I don't like. I, I, I didn't like people, white people who would come out and say things publicly that would be like, you know, like, listen, man. I'm for everyone, and I'm for. But then you get alone, and they say something off color. Yeah, I'd be like, no, 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 no. That's not who I am. I'm. What I say out in front, I'm gonna say behind closed doors. I'm not two different people. I'm one person. I don't have a different view when, like, that's what, like, that's why some. I was talking to someone about it. I was when this Donald Sterling thing came out. I, I said something off color where I said, "Well, now you got to live your life like you're always being videotaped." Like you're always being tape recorded. That's yeah. how I live my life. Then I went, whoa, 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 whoa. Live your life like a good person. And then you don't have to fucking worry about you don't it. You have to fucking worry about it. That's right. And that and that's uh, that's how I live my life. Like when I meet people and I always think to myself, like, like I I'll meet people and I try to smile a lot and get them to you know, like get them to smile back. And I try to be really pleasant. So I'm going to the farmers market the other day and I'm walking down the street and this girl and her parents are walking down the street the opposite direction. And it's early. I'm, I think I'm hungover, and uh, and I'm walking by, and I went, "Good morning, guys. How are you guys doing today?" And the, right off the bat, the girl goes, "Are you the guy from the Travel Channel?" And I was like, "Thank God, I was nice." But then I was like, "Oh, that's how I always am. I'm always in a good mood. I'm always happy to see people." So I, I think it's that thing: is if you just live your self, live your life like you're a good person, yeah, you don't have to worry about getting tape recorded. You really don't. I mean, and with me, I I deal with people like 
and this going to kind of sound weird. Like, I can fucking... By the way, I am so anticipating whatever you're going to say. Because anytime <laughs> you say something weird, I don't think I don't even think you realize what's, enjoy, what's enjoyable about you sometimes. I don't. I really don't. I tell my husband, I don't know the fuck people like me. But I pick up on spirits. Like, you can walk into a room, and I can tell when your body spirit is fighting with mine. And I know it's not a problem with me, so it's evidently it's a problem with you. Yeah. Like, I've literally walked in the room with my godmother one day, and her... her her sister, her uh, her cousin in law, somebody was there, and I say this bitch is evil, yeah. and then she, she was like, "Why do you say that?" I said, "This is an angry, mean bitch, and that spirit is fucking me up." And she started laughing. I was like, "Fuck you! I can't handle that spirit. I'm out the door." Yep. So sometimes I can pick up. I, a lot of time I pick up on people's body spirit. I can tell almost instantly how somebody feel about me. Like what I told you when I met R, he's very standing standing off. He was trying to read me, and I was saying in my mind, "There's no reason." To read me i got this i know what you thinking and so when he reached out to shake my hand i was like fuck no hug me yeah and then now he was okay he was more relaxed i don't know if he thought i was gonna rob him stick him up a lot of time you read my bible you think i'm a crazy bitch <laughs> no i think i may i don't know i don't know what already thought a lot of times already sometimes does his podcast and he's so high that you, you don't even think he's listening. Like, I've done this podcast before where, like, we sat out at the comedy store, and he was so high that, like, halfway through I realized I'm just in therapy, and I'm telling him stories I'd never tell anybody, yeah. and he's not even listening. He's just like, whew. At the end, he's like, that that cookie really kicked in hard. And I'm like, oh, did, we, did you hear any of what I said? That was crazy, huh? You know, if more people did, if more people did uh, podcasts and just confessed to who a podcast it was, they'll save money in therapy. Oh, fuck that's all yeah. fuck it is. Yeah, I read people's energy hardcore, too. Like, I'll tell you, I can, I, but I, I can, I can't. I can tell people I don't like, and I can tell dudes with evil energy real quick. Yeah. I can sense a dude with evil energy. Women, not so much. But I think that's because- You could if you- Don't look at the tits, and you can tell. See, the, that's my problem, is that I, ha- I can't I can't see- uh, If you're hot, I just go, oh yeah, I got you. And then, if I can tell, like, I can read energy like off of people where you can go, oh, they're uncomfortable in their skin yeah. for women. But I can't really read some women at all. But dudes, I can read their energy quick. I can be like, that's a bad guy. You do not want to be around that guy. Probably because that, that's more like your competition, too. You know how men are. Just like women, a hot bitch walk in the room and you immediately say, you can feel it. Oh, this bitch, you're trying to, you know, this is a slut or whatever you want to call her. You my can- wife was a bitch when I met her. Not your wife. Oh, when I met her. My wife's got. I thought she was coming out. She, she is coming out. I don't know what the fuck she's doing. Watch this. How we communicate around here? Oh, it's dead. My walkie-talkie's dead. Um, she's she's coming out. She's probably doing something. We just had a meeting, uh, and she's doing something about that. She, when I first met her, I called her. I said to her last night, she could sometimes she can be a. I should have never said this, but I go sometimes you have the ability with people you don't know to be a cold-blooded cunt. And my wife goes a CBC. I go, yeah, because she really, if she doesn't like someone, she does not. She's done. Like, when she doesn't like you, you you've, she's vaporized you. It's like, it's like do, you, do you know that mute function on Twitter? Yeah. I use it all the time. Because if you say something kind of shitty to me, I don't want to block you. I don't want you to think that I don't like you. I just don't want you to think that I'm reading your tweets, which I'm not, because I've muted you, and you no longer exist in my world. I've been muting the fuck out of people. 
Like well, just, I didn't know that. I didn't oh. know that that was okay. Well, thank you for telling oh, me. Oh, it's the greatest when you get someone that just says something shitty to you. Do you talk back? Because I talk nope, back. I don't talk back. I tell people because you know what? I guess because I I have feelings and people got to realize even though they might think you famous or whatever, you still a fucking human being just like they are. Yeah. You're not gonna email. You're not gonna tweet me and say ugly shit. I'm gonna tweet you back. Go fuck yourself. Do me a favor. But join the army. They and get want. Killed. That's what they want. They want to get a rise out of you because what they're doing is they don't really have anything going on in their day. And then, and, but they say they've listened to you on Ari's podcast. Mm-hmm. And then they go in their head, they're like, who the fuck's she? I, I want to be on Ari's podcast. I do, I do stand up. Maybe they're open micers. Why am I like, fuck her? So they'll say something to you. And they just want you to respond back so that they can get on your skin. And then they go, oh shit, Miss Pat replied to me. Hey, babe. Hey, baby. You Do I have your keys? Yeah. I did leave your lights on. <laughs> did I did I keep your keys? Are you gonna come back out? Oh yeah. So um so I don't reply back to anyone. If you put if you put negative stuff out there, and I get a lot of ne- I, I don't get a lot of negative stuff, but I get like uh I get people sometimes I get people who think that because I'm a comic, I like breaking balls and I like fucking with each other. Like, but I'm not that kind of comic. I'm not the kind of comic that likes to sit around and say mean things to other people. Yeah, I mean, and my husband tell me all the time, like, you shouldn't say mean stuff to back to people. Like, one time when I first did Bob and Tom, and, you know, Bob and Tom is like, they're all white, and I'm sitting there with these white guys, and we laughing, and I do a, a thing fucking about pan. I'm going to go fucking Google that. I'm dying to see that. What? Yeah. You know, Bob and Tom. I'm always on Bob and Tom. But, um, so this, they used to film it, and they would show it late night. So I wake up to an email, like, two pages long. And the girl was like, how dare you do an all-white show? Those fucking white dudes look like Amis. And she was just went on. And then I'll talk about how I don't like being fat and my girlfriends can't be fat. And your husband right, you not funny. So all oh, that, just you know, you don't, nobody want to hear they're not funny. Oh. I, I said, you fat bitch in the middle of the night eating ding-dongs because won't nobody fuck your fat ass. Don't set up and write me no letter, you big black bitch. <laughs> I see. <laughs> and my I was like, don't send it. Don't send it. I was like, she, she said I wasn't fucking funny. I was so mad. And then she sent me all of these coupons for like donuts and shit. Then she said, and I, I was saying, I don't like, you know, I thought a joke about they get all fat girls in animal print clothing. That's how they make us fucking tigers and zebras. They want to get us killed. That's why they do that shit to us. And she sent me these fucking leopard jumpsuit with no arms. And it was just fucking hideous. Yeah. And we have nice clothes for big girls. No, we don't, bitch. The fucking shoes need hydraulics. And I was so mad at this. Fa- I could tell she's a fat, black, lonely, ding-dong eating bitch. <laughs> there's nothing. There's not The only thing... The best, the best compliment you get on Twitter is when a black dude likes me. When he's like, "Man, you, you give me hope." <laughs> I'm just like, or the compliment I got. The, the, oh, go ahead, sit down, Leah. Grab a mic. Okay, but, okay, but hold the mic. And so uh, t- this black guy, this white guy, said to me, "I listen to your Miss Pack. You probably read the tweet. Listen to your Miss Pack podcast. You've never sound whiter in your entire life." I wanted to reply back to him. That is the greatest compliment I've ever gotten because my problem when I talk to black people is I start talking like I'm in a fucking ludicrous uh, fucking uh, studio. Like I start like like 
like blacking it up like oh yeah okay all right because a lot of white people think they have to do that when all you got to do is be yourself yeah i can't come in your world and speak i mean you know talk that away because i don't talk that away right i mean if i get my daughter she'll come in and tell you what all these nice words you be trying to throw at me yeah because the bitch been to college and you gotta remember i had two kids in eighth grade i don't know all that bullshit yeah but i know how to turn cocaine into crack yeah. <laughs> see, I, it, it's it, I, it, for me to be myself around you is a huge growth. You see that? You'll see me on TV. I'm not ratting myself out, but sometimes, like I hung out with a guy named Kermit Ruffins, mm-hmm. and I and I guess I wanted street cred or whatever. But all the time I'm talking to him, it's almost like I'm like, "Oh, you bout it, bout it," and he's like, "Huh? I'm not, I'm not that bad, but I'm pretty fucking close." <laughs> yo, Woody, yo, Woody. <laughs> can I play get some conversation and he's like who the fuck is this guy yeah I, I, and I hate when people act like I'm like just be your fucking self yeah but I, there was a compliment whoever tweeted me that I was like thank you I saw that I did see did that. you see that yeah I was like oh he you didn't get any listeners. shitty compliment any shitty comments on twitter I was shocked because usually I was like somebody's not gonna like me uh within the Leanne listened to the podcast in the car within the first five minutes Leanne's mouth opened and she, I swear to God, if the girls weren't in the car, Leanne would have asked me to keep it on. But like, but uh, but then, uh, like, I think, I think I started cursing too, and then I turned it off, and I said I had a cocktail, and I'm like, oh, Leanne can do the math. She knows when that was. That's after Bob and Tom. So I, uh, and then I called you. <laughs> and Leanne's like, who are you calling? I said, Miss Pat. She went, oh, she actually thought it was calling my buddy Miles Mosley, who's obsessed with obsessed with black chicks really oh yeah that's all he dates he went through a divorce and now he's like he's done with white chicks wow he's he's, he's white too what's well, nothing wrong with that it's, it's, no, but it's free game he got put on the black floor in fsu because his name was miles mosley so they thought he was black <laughs> miles yeah he sound black miles mosley yeah he sound <laughs> sounds like black. a tight end <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think about the podcast man well i didn't get to hear much hold on of it. hold on Leon. let me make yeah. sure your mic's on Okay. Okay, talk, Leanne. I didn't get to hear much of it because we were in the car with the girls. But you are a really authentic person and really nice. I said to him, she sounds so nice. On, <laughs> like, she's a really nice person, which is, is cool. Because not everybody that's on his podcast. Um, Closer to the mic, please. Not everybody you. who's on his podcast um, knows themselves. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's an identity problem. I hate a person with an identity problem. And I tell my kids, I tell my kids all the time, if you don't know nothing shit else in this world, know who the fuck you are. Because if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Yeah. And I'm not falling for shit that I don't agree with. Yeah. I mean, I am a dire Democrat. I've been on welfare. I've been to the bottom. But I also had to learn that this this world don't owe you shit. Get up and work and do something for yourself. And I constantly try to teach that to my family because we're generation after generation of people on welfare. So my family would say, you bougie. You probably heard the word bougie before. You, you ever heard bougie? Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of white people haven't heard it, but we from the South, so I kind of figured she had heard it. Yeah. Of, my family's like, oh, you bougie. I'm like, no, bitch. I just don't want to depend on nobody else. Yeah. So, you know, and that's what I always teach my kids. Get your own shit. Because when you get your own shit, can't nobody control you but you. So when you lose it, you lose it on your own. Don't nobody come around and take your shit and make you not be able to eat in this world. Well, I think there's, I think I've always said to Leanna, I think there's a huge connection with, with uh, race is one thing in the South, but poor 
is is all the same thing. Like p- poor is poor in the South. Yeah. Like Leanne grew up. I, I, I think I could say poor. we weren't on welfare, but we weren't eating out every night either. We weren't. You know, well, I think she wasn't being, where I was. I think in. No, I think she's no, being. I wasn't where, she's being. No, she's, I wasn't where you were. No. She wasn't where you were. However, like she went to school without shoes on, like up until like first grade, second grade. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, she like. Uh, like she goes, we weren't eating out, but they were. I mean, leftovers were a part of every single meal. Well, we grew everything we ate. Yeah. So, well, so did my mama. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I told you my mama had chickens in the backyard, and that's how my mama cooked every day. You know, she. I, I don't know if I told you this when she said we don't eat McDonald's because McDonald's is for white people. Really. And, we didn't eat McDonald's. And I was like, oh, everybody, every kid wanted to go to the Golden Arch. And she was like, we don't eat McDonald's. Black people don't eat McDonald's. I was like, why? She's like, only white people eat McDonald's. So when the commercial came out, you remember the commercial? Uh, Big Mac, filet of fries, you know, filet yeah. Quarter pound, pound of fries. Fries. Yeah, You remember that commercial? Uh, yeah. So when the, they put the black kids in there, I was like, but it's black kids in the commercial. She was like, look, them <laughs> niggas ain't biting that cheeseburger. <laughs> So you sat now, and they never bit the cheeseburger. You're like, well, McDonald's probably isn't for black people. I was like, but they on TV. She's like, they can dance. That's why they in the commercial. <laughs> and for the longest, I thought McDonald's wasn't for black people. But that was her way of not buying us the shit. <laughs> she said you couldn't afford it. She said, McDonald's strictly for white people. Because when you roll by, white people was in McDonald's. The white kids was on the playground. You didn't see black kids in McDonald's. And the white, the black kids in the commercial, they was dancing and break dance and hitting the flip. They had the cheeseburger in their hand, but they never bit it. Oh shit! What was your, what was like your favorite fast food restaurant in Atlanta? Chick Fil A. Oh shit! Don't even get Leanne started on Chick Fil A. I fucking love Chick Fil A. My Chick Fil A know me by name. I could just pull up and say, "Miss Pat, you want your coffee the same way? Pull around." <laughs> I swear, <laughs> my Chick Fil A. I mean, I love my Chick Fil A in my community. I fucked Chick-fil-A. up a Chick Fil A at Atlanta Airport the other day. I had a bad. I had a little bad spell. I got off the plane. There was turbulence. When did I go to Atlanta? For that shoot in. Oh, yep, 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 yep. So, um, so I get. I got off, and I was like, and and by the way, I was in Huntsville. I was in Scott Scottsboro, Alabama, mm-hmm. and they had a Zaxby's. You ever been to Zaxby's? Fuck yeah, I've been to Zaxby's. That's good too. <laughs> Fuck, I I ditched the director of this shoot. He was like, "Let's go to dinner tonight," and I was like, "Uh, I think I'm gonna pl- play it low key." I walked over to Walmart. I walked around Walmart for like an hour, bought a bunch of shirts, bought some shit for the girls, and then walked up to Zaxby's, and I ripped it. I mean, I fucking lit into that. And Zaxby's I Zaxby's good. Zaxby's, if you don't know, is chicken fingers, but it's like people that really sandwich ch- and the sandwiches they Chick-fil-A, got chick for chicken fingers sandwich. You had Zaxby's, yes, I have. Yeah, she I had Zaxby's for the first time. The first time we yeah. went, so we, our big thing was Guthrie's growing up. Do you remember Guthrie's? No, Guthrie's was in Tallahassee. Gu- Guthrie's was an aunt name. I had an aunt named Guthrie. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a somebody named Guthrie. That's an ugly black woman. Don't it sound like an ugly black woman? <laughs> <laughs> My mama name was Mildred, and she wasn't too cute either. <laughs> really, Mildred? And then what'd you name your daughter? My daughter name yeah. is Ashley and Garyana. Garyana? Yeah, her daddy's name is Garrett. He had, okay. he had health care, so yeah. why not give him the kid? <laughs> no, why not name the baby knockoff to her daddy? <laughs> I was just so happy. You know, when you you know when a black woman get a name and all the kids, she's really in love. She's yeah. really in love. Hey, guys. 
If you're wondering why there's an edit here, that's because my wife started talking shit about a friend of mine's TV show. And I didn't want that to come back to me, so I took it out. If you want to know whose show it is, check out Miss Pat's Twitter at Comedian, C-O-M-E-D-I-E-N-N-E, Miss Pat, M-S-P-A-T, on Twitter. And back to the show. I'd rather watch re, uh, re, uh, realities, the one where the people do it themselves and don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Renovation realities. Yeah. Because that's yeah. all I watch. I right, never watch anything Let's change the, the fucking subject. I can't use any of this. <laughs> I know. I fucking hate him. So wait, this what? black, ugly ass. So there was an edit there. There was an edit there because... I'm at 55 minutes and 55 seconds. There was an edit there because uh, because we all had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Fucking, but wait, so let's get back. Oh, you like those combos, Leanne? Yes, I do. You like combos? I do. Do you? They're my favorite. favorite. Um, the girls made me supply all the, refill all the candy today because they tore it up the other day, Leanne. They did? Yeah. Um, That's good. I love renovation realities, by the way. I do too. They they are the dumbest fucks you yes. ever want to see. Yes. I just, and you know, I know a lot because my husband used to build houses. So I sat there and I see them with the chainsaws and they, I mean, I see them electrocute. They sell, and I just, I watch it to laugh. And I, I was like, I tell my husband, let's do, let's get a room in the house and call them. He was like, fuck, we know too much. Yeah. But I love that show. They some idiots. Oh, you find, especially when you find the ones where they're just dating. Yeah, you're like, oh, this isn't gonna last. Listen yeah, to the way they, they, they talk to each other. I saw this girl who looked like a fucking uh, a stud chick, and she had this little wimpy ass boyfriend, and he was supposed to cut the wood, but he was scared of the saw, and he's like, Zzz, give me the fucking saw, Zzz, and she just get the saw, <laughs> and she just sawing everything, and he was such, a, and she punked him out so bad, oh, and they have to call her dad. There's one where they, it's a boyfriend, girlfriend, and the guy's fucking it up so bad they're trying to put in a sink, and he's just trying to cut the sink out of the countertop, and he's like, and he's like, and then finally she's like, can I call my dad? And he's like, fine. And then the dad comes over with a jigsaw, which the guy was trying to do with the table saw, like a, like those circular saws, and he did it, and you can see the guy was just totally emasculated. Wow, I, I pitched the show. I pitched the show. To, I didn't really technically pitch it, but it got pitched <clears throat> to um, DIY called uh, you know the Crashers series. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do a show called Moat Crashers, where What's I, a moat where you put a moat around your house that those rivers, you know, like in a castle. <laughs> I agree with you. Wait, <laughs> wait, hear me out. Hear me out. What the no. fuck is a moat? No. Wait, what how do you not know moat? what a moat is? Are you talking about a river? Yeah, no, no. Here, I'll show you a moat. I just heard that on Tom Joyner the other day. What? Somebody bought a house with a moat in it, and, and, and they was laughing because they know the listeners didn't know what the fuck a moat was. This is a moat. Here, this is an editive trip flip, which I probably What's should. What's a trip flip? It's my TV show. So this is a moat. You flip somebody trip? Yeah, that's my TV show. I take people on adventures of a lifetime. Well, won't you come take me and my black family? So that's a moat. See, we're... We're, you we're talking about a canoe? Around. Not a canoe. No, that's a canoe. That's a moat. It's it surrounds a castle. Who the so fuck want to live around all that water? <laughs> White people. <laughs> well, not black people. Well, maybe not. But that's my look. Okay, the show's <laughs> got some bugs. Who want their front yard to be to be water? It's protection against who? No one's breaking into your house if you have a moat. Uh, you must then see the the news after Hurricane Katrina. 
Everybody had a buggy with a TV in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Water don't stop thieves. White people are so naive. Oh, God. Oh, uh, there goes You Mike. better have some electricity in that moat if you want to stop. Because if my brother wants your TV, it's going to get got. <laughs> you already know. Just hold the TV on your head and paddle. <laughs> oh, by the way, that is so fucking funny. <laughs> oh. You didn't see Katrina, everybody no. was stealing out of Walmart. <laughs> that was the uh, funniest shit. That let you know black people is born to steal. It's a fucking disaster. <laughs> no electrician in the whole city, and you got a buggy full of TV. <laughs> Who the fuck you gonna sell them to? No house to put it no in. No water. You didn't grab no water, no, no food, because uh-huh. they, they, you gonna be stuck there for two weeks, but you gonna be able to watch yourself on the news stealing that TV. <laughs> Think about it. I remember when Katrina came out, we were uh, we watched it aggressively. I lo- there's something I, I, I enjoy about uh, like hurricanes. When hurricanes come through or big storms, like those big storms were going through the uh, Midwest recently, those tornadoes. You yeah. enjoy it? I enjoy watching it. I don't know. It causes, it brings uh, a sense of community, I think. Of to who? To me. Who are you trying to talk to? Like when I sit in an airport and I can just go, man, these storms look bad. And it's like, yeah, I know. Is that, you know, does you can't know? do that about baseball? Well, no. I, the World Cup also. Like, I like World Cup and I like the Olympics because it brings a sense of community around. But when storms Who go in... Who are you communicating with? To? Just people. Oh, you're trying to say start up conversation? Yeah, like it's, it's, it's like all of a sudden like a stranger becomes a friend because you're, like, cause you're both empathizing together. So like, oh. so, like, when Katrina was going on, it, you'd see it on the news. I, I remember we watched it on TV and then I had to go on the road. And I remember going to the airport... And some guy like that I didn't know just was like, man, have you been following this Katrina stuff? And I was like, yeah. And all of a sudden, we're both on the same team. We're not arguing. We're not. It's like it's like a weird sense of community. So like the same thing happens with the World Cup or with uh, like baseball, the uh, <clears throat> NFL. It, it, not uh, not with the NFL. Yeah, and not with baseball. Got because yeah, but with like the World Cup, no one really follows it. So you saying disasters bring people together? You nobody's gonna disagree that like, that house should have been blown away versus that house. Right. Like remember, remember nine <laughs> eleven. Remember how community just showed up and like it was like everyone was on the same team. I know where everybody know where they was, but let me tell you about nine eleven. When nine eleven hit, so I was I used to do vending at the Georgia Dome and um what. I used to do vending. Okay. When Michael Vick was our quarterback, I had a little vending stand inside the dome. I used to, um, it was a nonprofit organization. I took the inner city kids with me every week, and we worked at the Soul Hot Dogs at the football game. So I was doing an event, and um, I don't know what the fuck it was, but um, they said a plane just hit the trade center. So, you know, you're thinking some white dude just learning how to fly, fly his plane and don't fucking hit the trade center. Yeah. So I'm sitting there saying, crazy ass white people don't ran into the fucking trade center. I said, they going to whoop his ass when he come down. Yeah. <laughs> then, then everybody's standing around the TV and the next plane hit. And I was like, holy fuck, some white dude pissed off to take a whole United airline and run it into the plane. That yeah. shit scared the hell out of me. I had never in my life really just felt for when people do dumb shit but that hit me in my heart i couldn't believe it and it fucked up my concession because you know they was flying people from all around the world to this convention and a lot of them couldn't get there oh but yeah it fucked, that that really fucked me up that's the only time i ever really cared about new york when i first heard the first plane hit i thought i thought because a plane had hit the the empire state building before in fog and so i knew that 
because I had gone to the Empire State Building. They said one time a plane hit it, but I think the plane hit and got stuck. It like hit and then just got jammed in. I mean, I could be making that up, but I think it hit and it got stuck in there. And so I went, ooh, I remember thinking, I want to see the picture of the plane. How are they going to get that out? Like probably with helicopters. I didn't realize it hit, exploded, and started a fire. Like it I bro- My friend is uh, high in the military. He said went in and broke off. That's what a lot of them, when it went in, yeah. the back part of it broke off and the building started to collapse. Really? Yeah. Because he's like colonel. He's way up there, almost next to the president. Really? Yeah, my one of my best friends. What? Uh, wait, what, when was the first time you met a Jewish person? I think it was Ari. <laughs> I understand what you mean in the South, it's... Just you know, I was just telling him we don't. We're not. It's only white people and black people. That's it. Other races Baptist don't Methodist. exist. It's just Baptist Methodist, right? Yeah. Other 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 the mic, other other uh, races don't exist. Yeah. I mean, not that they don't exist. You just don't see Jews and Mexicans and Asians, Asians, and you know, like Asians didn't start coming to the hood until fake hair came out, and then you know they started doing our feet. That was in the eighties. So you didn't see Chinese people, then you know they some of them Asian or whatever the hell. You just, I just throw them all in one pot. Yeah. Like I don't say Jews and white people. I just say white people. Yeah. Ari looked white to me. He had to tell me he was an orthodont Jew, and I was like, "Well, what make you an orthodont Jew?" He's like, "Look at my nose; it's long." I was like, "Well, fuck! I just thought your nose was fucking long." <laughs> <laughs> I had a joke. I had a joke when I first came out here, and and by the way, Florida is the South for people that don't believe it. But it I found out. I found out when I came out to L.A. When I came out to L.A., I'm, I must have been 29 years old, 28 years old. That Japanese people, and this is a joke I did on my special. Japanese people cannot understand Chinese people at all. But they all look alike. But they don't speak. Their languages are totally different. Like yeah. they don't understand each other at all. I thought they were a little bit like Italian and Spanish, you know, like pantalones, pantaloni. I thought they were like similar or like accents, like Alabama. No, they're and totally different. They're, I didn't realize that, and I, I fucking found it out. And I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" And someone's like, "How stupid are you?" I was like, "Not stupid. I just, just never been know. around anybody." You know, Africans, real Africans, and we're African American. They, they, they. They hate us. Really? Yeah, they think they're better than us. But And I say it's because they didn't get caught. <laughs> <laughs> so they figure, your, your ancestors should have ran faster. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know the story about Liberia? No. So Liberia, this is fucking fascinating. Liberia was, uh, they gave slaves the opportunity to go back to Africa. And they said, we'll give you Liberia. Do you know what they did when they got back to Liberia? Started a slave camp. Enslaved everybody. <laughs> they were like, fuck, we know how business works. <laughs> I know how to get cheap labor around here. And so that's how Liberia, like, the, Liber- by the way, I'm sure I'm ruining this fucking history lesson. Someone's like, that's not really how it worked, Bert. But they literally gave slaves the opportunity to go back to Africa, and they did. First thing they did, enslaved everyone. That's why Liberia is so fucked up. I can say that because I can I, promise you I'm never going to Liberia. I don't know what the fuck Liberia is. I Liberia just, is where General Butt Naked was from. I, you I, never I, know anything about General Butt Naked? No. Actually, oh. I think you said Libra, like the the, the sign. No, it's in <laughs> Africa. It's like right by the, it's on the Ivory Coast, I think. So why wouldn't you go to Liberia? I'll never go to Liberia. 
Why? You'll never go to Liberia. Why not? It's extremely backwards. I watched it on Vice, and it's like, it's like, uh, it's just really kind of fucked up. The warlords have taken over everything, and so it's all like the warlords go in, they get the kids. Oh, they don't want kidnapping the girls. Kid, no, no, that's Nigeria. Okay. Nigeria is kidnapping girls right now. By the way, I I don't really want to go over there. Period. Really? Would you ever go to South Africa? No, I try to stay right here. You should go to South Africa. You would love South Africa. Uh, why, Bert? Uh, they did a comedy festival there. No. Yes, you you should totally go to fucking. You should totally go to South Africa. Uh, no. You you would it it is it was Those one of the coolest. Ex- mean. No, 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 no. It's one of the coolest experiences I've ever had in my entire life. South Africa. Yep. I went down for a month. You do a comedy festival in a month. You stay in a five star resort. South uh, Cape Town Comedy Festival. Oh, I heard of that. Okay, okay. It's amazing. You'd love it. It's one of the coolest experiences. They didn't try to kidnap you? No, I had a blast. You get you get these uh, bodyguards that are like ex-cops or current cops, and they take care of you. They don't let you go into dangerous places. You don't. I mean, they can take you in there. I think one night we went in. I had a pretty cool time. But you don't go to like the shanty towns. And I, I don't know if what I just said is racist. Everybody, I'm not. I don't live what in South shanty? Africa. I think it means like the the t- towns where it's like uh, tin well, roofs and tin siding and. Well, don't. What are you apologizing for? It ain't like they listen to your podcast I said, I said, over there. I said, I said, I said, Pikey one time. Someone's like, dude, that's like saying the N word, and I was like, Pikey. Yeah. So I don't even know what that means. I've never uh, heard of it. It's an Irish traveler. It's like the Irish, oh, like, like gypsies. gypsies. Some people but gypsies just- a racist term. Gypsies you, are racist. You can't term? say gypsy. Gypsies do with race. Uh, it's yeah. Occupation. No, no, they're not. No? God damn it! Now we sound like a bunch of racists sitting in a man cave. <laughs> no, it's not an occupation, Leanne. It's a fucking gypsy? race. It's a race of travelers. Yeah. Who gypsies? Yeah, they're like uh, they sell the fucking jewelry and shit, right? In the colorful skirts. <laughs> well, how's that race? By the way, I'm doing it's a podcast right? with Leanne. Wait, no, it's and occupation. Pat. They sell the jewelry, right? That's their occupation. Well, how's no. that racist? It's no, not. Jesus Christ. There's well, how's that racist, Bert? Stop it. You, you working, you trying Jesus. too hard not One to be day. racist. Tra- How is I'm a bitch with a colorful a skirt <laughs> a racist? Well, there's Romanian gypsies. There's Irish gypsies. You can't say gypsy. I guess not. Well, who gypsies, the fuck is telling us gypsies, we can't say all these words? Gypsies is I'm an ethnic gypsy. group. An uh, ethnic not. group. G- a gypsy is an ethnic group. Of what? Uh, of people who sell jewelry? <laughs> <laughs> of people that sell jewelry. I love you, Leanne. <laughs> fuck, the two of you are fucking horrible. <laughs> a jewelry seller? That's racist? <laughs> well, I'm a crack dealer. Is that racist when <laughs> no. you say, I used to sell crack? No, this is what it's like to be a white man these days. You got to always watch your back. You can't ever say anything. Like, you got to be sensitive to someone. Like, uh, but Bert, come on! You I only think... got one black listeners, and you do a podcast <laughs> with one black woman. I'm giving you the leeway to tell you it's not racist. You got your your past, Bert. That's why you can't say I got gypped. What? You know? You ever I heard said that? what the fuck I want to say? No, but you never. No, <laughs> you're not allowed to anymore. Who the, oh, why, what's who, wrong? Who with told gypped? you this, Bert? I'm telling you. But what's wrong with gypped? Because that's because gypped. Like comes gypsy? from gypsies because they they Bert, they, they uh, stole from you. Spelled, it's spelled oh maybe G-I-P? it's spelled G-Y-P. Yeah, G-Y-P. So what the fuck that mean? It so means- if you had a baby and you named your baby nigga Rick, are you are you racist? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if you like that name, this a fucking free country. You can name your ba- they name a fucking patch Nicorette. 
and no black people could really afford it. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> black people don't use Nicorettes. <laughs> I I'm, I don't know. I'm trying to be progressive, people. So you you wrong you wrong for naming your baby Nigarette? <laughs> that's the name you like. Luckily, we did not. I think, I think ultimately, <laughs> if I name my child that, I think you're not racist. It's your child. You love it's him, your right? Child, you love him. Yeah. I tell you, my my nephew. Uh, my <laughs> I think I told you this on the last one about my nephew at the doctor's office. No, my nephew was at the doctor's office. And we sitting there, and was no black people there, but us and um he's five years old and so he was saying his um he was telling us what he's learned so he was like nick uh nick rose are black so i said who the hell told you nick rose are black he was like my teacher say nick rose are black and i said ain't no way the hell your white teacher told you nick rose are black and he's like nick rose are black so his mom say until he's saying his colors in spanish he scared the shit out of me because I thought the teacher <laughs> told him Nick Rose was black. So I said, baby, Nick Rose are black, but your white teacher can't teach you that. You got to right. learn that shit at home. <laughs> he was trying to say Negro. Yeah. <laughs> so we go to his graduation. We the only black family. Him and his sister graduate. So the white kids, they get to Negro and they all, they all holler, Nick Rose are black. I fell out laughing and all the white people just turned Speak. I was like, people, this is fucking hilarious. Yeah. They can't just say Negroes are black. Oh, I laughed so hard. We went, we took, we went to Isla. I love when Leanne's here, so my stories are either make sense or uh, or can be verified. Georgia on our first Christmas at school, they had a Christmas sing along. They had a holiday. Uh, what's it called? The holiday when the, all the kids recital? went up. A, a recital. holiday recital. Yeah, and so. Uh, now, now, obviously, this is you know, 2013 or 12 at the time, and and you got to be a little progressive. So you can't just sing songs about Santa. You got to sing songs about everything. So they sang the 12 nights of Christmas. You know, on the first night of Christmas, mm-hmm. my true love gave to me. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. And they said, instead of using that song, they wanted to mash it up. So they used. <laughs> Instead of giving like a true love gave to me a partridge and a pear tree, they mixed it up with Jewish items. It was the eight days, eight nights of Hanukkah. So they so they did on the first night of 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 Hanukkah. My true love gave to me a black and white cookie, and they just used shit out of a deli. A bowl of matzo soup. <laughs> a, 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 a warm bagel co- topped with cream cheese. <laughs> a warm bagel topped with cream laughing? cheese. A root, five Rubens melting. <laughs> a, a bill with the tip included. Like, it was so fucking funny. I couldn't stop laughing because I was literally Was going, everybody else laughing? No, no one was because I was like, this sounds racist. You're just going to a deli and naming items on a menu. That the Jews eat. The Jews eat. Because <laughs> I don't eat Rubens. Cafelta <laughs> 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 fish. Matzo <laughs> balls. <laughs> A diet Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Did you laugh? Oh, I Leanne, did laugh. Leanne yeah. and I laugh. Leanne and I laugh the most inappropriate shit at our at our kids' school. But like, what was the thing we laughed at the other day? It was vaudeville. <sighs> There's a they the kids put on in second grade they do a big vaudeville show, and so they're singing and dancing and magic <laughs> tricks and 
kids, and they're seven. You know, the kids are seven years old. That was this one kid. This kid is beautiful. Uh, do you was, remember? Do you remember the movie The Princess Bride? Do you ever see that? God damn! I wish I could show you with this guy. No, 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 he just is, he is just just precious, he's hardcore, and he looks like a grown man, so he's got a body of a grown man, and no, he's a white kid, but he takes all of it so intensely, so he got so into this presentation that Leanne and I could not stop laughing, and he had this hat on, and every time he'd go to sing the hat, he had to nod. It was the song, yes, we have no bananas. We have no bananas today. So then he'd go, he yes. Say, yes, the whole And the hat, hat would <laughs> cover his face. <laughs> and we were laughing so like fucking this. hard that, it, <laughs> oh that no one else God. could figure out why we were laughing. But we just love this kid. Every time he does anything, I just fucking watch this kid. If I was going to kidnap a child, it would be that child. Oh, he and was, I just let him ha- just hang out with him. He has like the slick back hair that's combed over. Oh, you know. shit. Well, I, to school, like on regular days, he wears like a white button down shirt tucked into his little pleated pants and his little black. Oh, he liked to dress shoes. up. That's a president oh. there. Yeah, he, yeah, I think he would like to be. Yeah. He's adorable. The only thing cuter so funny. than like that, like I love when you see like, uh, like a young black kid whose dad's dressed him, but he kind of looks like a pimp a little bit. <laughs> All of them look like pimps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you know any pimps growing up? Um. Uh, yeah, my sister had pimps. Her, her boyfriend was a pimp. Really? Yeah. So, but I, I couldn't get into pimping because my thing was sex is a lot of. It's like a job. Then you get there, some dudes want you to do extra shit that you usually don't do, I assume. Then I'm going to take all of that licking and clicking I did and give you the money. And then you give me a percent. Well, you should have came in there and helped me lick ass. What? You didn't do 5% of licking ass. <laughs> Excuse me, Leanne. No, 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 no. You're talking to the right person. You guys. You didn't do all that extra shit. I never could get into, like, my sister was a you know, part-time prostitute. I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to sell my pussy and give you no money. I could totally have gotten into it. What, if someone, it? Ju- No, just if someone was like, Bert, we need you to fuck this chick. I was like, you lined it up? How much do I need to give you? <laughs> yeah. I I'll give you, you 15%. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, of course. You a man. <laughs> yeah. But when you a woman, you got to do all the fucking work. So you, I mean, it's like being married. You have to. Constantly think about it. Oh, I got to do this shit to keep the marriage going. And, you know, thank God my husband got diabetes and he only wanted every nine days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if there's one thing, if there's one thing that you've seen in like, in like white America that you wished you'd have gotten to take in part of, like to gotten, take to, gotten to take part in, like in your childhood, in your adulthood, something you see white people do, you're like, God, I would have loved to do that, but. Like, like Al Jackson is a, you know, Al Jackson, you know, Al Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, Al Jackson said that when, I, I think we talked about this, but that when he was growing up, there were like five acceptable activities for black people to do that he couldn't go. Like he always wanted to go like kayaking, but like, that's not something that brothers do. No, we don't do that. Yeah. He's like, or, or, or he's like, he was saying to me, I this, think jumping out of a plane for me, you'd want to do that. I just always thought it was interesting when now what was the president Bush the daddy did it I was like his old fucking ass could do it I know I could do it really 
Uh, that's something that I think I wanted to do because my husband was in the military and he was like he was scared the first time, but it's really fun. Like I, I always made sure my kids got an opportunity to do other stuff. Like my niece was went white water rafting, and she, I was scared because you know we just don't fuck with boats and water. But she was like, Auntie, that's the most funnest thing I ever did in my life. Really. And I was so happy because she got an opportunity to do it. Like I would, when when I was little, you used to, they used to take the inner city kids and would take them to camp way out in the woods, and all of your instructor would be white people. And I learned how to shoot a bow and arrow there, and I fucking loved it. And that's how I learned how to canoe. Was it at Stone told, Mountain? No, it was like, you know where it was? It's crazy because my Riverdale, that's where the camp oh, was. Back okay. in the day when it was all woods yeah, in the it 80s. Was, yeah. yeah, it was all woods and stuff like that. The camp, it was in Fayetteville, Georgia, where it was. Yeah, at. I know Fayetteville. I thought I was out of town. Yeah. But when I got grown <laughs> right. and bought a house in that area, I was like, this fucking place looked familiar. And that's where my camp was. I and I could not believe it because. When we got there, it was all white people. And they was like, just eat as much as you want. You don't do that in a black household. You eat your fucking food and you don't complain. And if it's seconds, you might get seconds or you might not. So you better eat slow, chew a lot so you can get fucking full. So when I get to this camp, they got food everywhere. And then you get three times a day. And I lost my fucking mind. I couldn't believe they fed me that much. I fucking gained so much weight. Now, you're not from Georgia, and I don't get to see people from Georgia that much. You remember Willie B.? Of course. Willie B. is, I love the, I'm so glad you fucking from Georgia. Of course. Willie B. was an ape. That was an ape in Atlanta, and he was the fucking talk of the town. We spent all this money for Willie B. and Willie B. Jr. It was, I think we had three of them, big ass ape. So you go to the zoo and you see this ape, and he was a star of Atlanta. You could not. He was like the varsity to Atlanta. You had to see Willie B. and you had to go to the varsity. So you go What's in the that, varsity. Varsity. You it's know the, what the varsity dog. is no. <sighs> By Georgia Tech, it's you a gotta hot dog know. restaurant. It's varsity. been there for like a hundred years. Oh yeah, yeah. Years, I've, I've driven by it. I've been driving. I thought I I've never been there. To the varsity, no. Okay. So no, I've to make a long story short, I um. Oh please don't. <laughs> I, That's the one thing I, I've, I've learned been about dying you. To tell this story, and nobody's know what I'm talking about. So Willie B is the fucking talk of the town. So every kid get to go see Willie B. Yeah. So we go to the zoo. And I see, you know, the Willie be in this big ass cage and had that little rant right there because he had a more control color TV because yes, he, he fucking loves Sesame Street. Swing. Yes, and he turned the TV itself. And I remember, because I was so poor, and I walked by that cage, and that fucker had his own TV. I was like, who the fuck is your parents? You got your own room and your own TV? But what really got me, Leanne, is he had, you remember, he had a little nightstand, and we stacked with bananas. I was like, how the fuck did you get fruit in the middle of the month? It's the middle of the month. I've been wanting to tell that story for so long. I couldn't believe that he had bananas. We only got bananas on the first of the month when we got our food stamp. And you didn't eat no more fucking fruit for the whole month. I was like, who the fuck is your parent? How did you get fruit? It's the middle of the month. And I remember had my face on occasion. I was like, I wish you was my brother. I just want to be some kid to you. It didn't register me that's a fucking ape. I just wanted his mama to be my mama because he had his own room, his own TV, he had a fucking table full of bananas. And bananas my favorite fruit. And my sister was like, move Patricia. I was like, he got bananas. How did he get bananas? <laughs> Bert, I wanted to be, I just 
just wanted them to leave me at that fucking zoo so I can have some bananas because you only got fruit at the beginning of the month and you didn't get the shit no more because we couldn't uh-huh. afford fruit. <laughs> I just I wanted to be some Ken Willoughby so bad and uh-huh. I never forgot that. I was like, how the fuck? It, it couldn't register in my mind. Who bought him bananas in the middle of the month? <laughs> you don't get fruit. In the middle of the month, in the hood. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, God. I just want, I was like, can you please tell your mama to come get me? I want oh. to run away and live with this fucking ape. <laughs> Willie B. God damn. I, n- I never heard about Willie B. Willie B was a fucking celebrity. He was, was. He was. He was as big as Michael Jackson in Atlanta. Really? He was huge. Oh, he was huge. Everybody. What year was this? The well, 80s? I was in, well, I'm probably older than you. I was, I mean, I remember seeing Willie B when I was like, Six, seven years old, which would be 76, 77. I was born, yeah. So that's 80s. He was in the 80s. Yeah. And he died, and then we got his son. That's right. Because uh, they named him after the male. It was the mayor was named Willie B. something. So they, when they right. bought that first Willie B., they named him, and he was a star. Everybody had to go. And I went to go see Willie B. for a year. I could not believe that fucking ape had fucking bananas. <laughs> it blew my mind. And my teacher was like, move, Patricia. I was like, no, he got bananas. How did he get bananas? My teacher was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, he got bananas. He got bananas. <laughs> My teacher literally picked me up and walked me. I was like, he got fucking bananas. I got to wait till the first of the month to get bananas. <laughs> I remember I remember Leanne telling me that uh, the, the, the mascot of the Braves was Chief Nakahoma. Yep. They changed him. They did. Racially insensitive. Yeah. Racially insensitive. Well, there was some sneaky racist people wanting to Oh, do you remember the? Do, I don't, you guys probably don't remember the um, the restaurant Sambo's. I, I do remember a restaurant called Sambo's. Sambo's was Sambo's was old, old. It was a God. It was like old. Here, I'll show you a picture. It's old blackface. Was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. And I remember going to Sambo's up until, like I'm like saying mid eighties almost. And black people probably was in the kitchen. Uh, the food was fucking amazing. Sambo's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the this was, oh wow, it really is racially insensitive. They tried to change it to an Indian guy, so like it was a it was a black kid and a and a, and a tiger, and they tried to change it to an Indian guy to make it work, but it didn't work. Let's see if they have the original Sambo's up here. This was the original Sambo's. It was like straight up blackface. And then they tried to switch it over to an Indian guy, mm. and so uh, that's that's always fascinating to me. Those and I, I, I I've talked that's about secretly racist because you hoping people don't catch it, yeah. And then you know some people do, and then some people don't. Yeah, it's it's the we went to we were taking the girls to um to uh, Yosemite, and we stopped at this cheese place on the way there. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. And and I went into the bathroom, and they had old blackface advertisement. All over the bathroom. That was what they covered it with. And I went, I was like, I, I was blown away because I was like, holy shit, you can't have this. Like, this is like. Bert, stop saying what people can't have. You can have whatever the fuck you want to have. No, but you can't have that in an establishment. Who you said you can't, Bert? Well, I guess, I don't know. Where do you get that from? I mean, you, you can have what, if it's yours and you bought it, this is America. No, but I'm saying that someone will shut that down. No, nobody can tell nobody not to have a picture in their establishment. If you don't want to shop there, then you don't shop there. What was this? It was, it was just someone just brought this up in a huge court case. Uh, what was the fucking? Was it Donald Sterling? No, 
it was I just heard on Opie and Anthony, and they were talking about it. You'd be great on Opie and Anthony. I love Opie and Anthony, but they won't give me a chance. They will. Maybe. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's just like I used to think that at times. I'd be like, oh, they're not going to have me on. But then you looked at who they had on at the time, and they're like, oh, they have. Uh, they have well, you know what? I look Jesse at Jackson in, or not Jesse, that's a bad example, but they have like, Why they get Jesse really, they, they, don't have, they don't have Jesse Jackson on all that show. Why not? I don't think Jesse Jackson's ever going to do Opie and Anthony. He might. No, I doubt it. Well, he, shit, Obama did Fox. No, 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 but yeah, but uh, like. Are they Republicans? No, uh, nah, but I don't think, they're not, I don't think it's brand friendly, I would say, but uh, for Jesse Jackson and not doing Opie and Anthony. I promise you, but what they like they do have big list celebrities where you go, oh well, fuck, that's they had Guy Fieri and and Wiz Khalifa, and you're like, well, no wonder I'm not on that day because they have two fucking guys that are that I want to hear them speak to. So, but they'd have you on in a heartbeat. Yeah, because they really need to replace uh, Patrice O'Neill, and I'm quite sure I'm built just like him. <laughs> <laughs> Shorter. You, I would have loved for you and Patrice to meet. I did meet him. Oh, I, you did? I opened. I told you. I didn't. I tell oh, that's you. Right. That's right. You did. Yeah, I, I was his opening act. He scared. I, he scared the shit out of the feature. But I, I had already had my black face on. It's like, yeah, don't even try. But he was so fucking sweet. <laughs> He's. A, he was a great. guy. I was waiting on him to try to tell me down, and I was gonna fight back. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> fight back. You're not gonna say any fucking thing to me. I don't give a fuck who you are. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I tell Oprah, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, people used to get mad at me because I used to put on Twitter. I said, there's only three people in the world that I want to meet. And I'm being honest. It's not Obama. It's not Oprah. I want to meet Ice Cube, Michael Vick, and Whitney Houston. Ooh. And everybody was like, why the fuck would you want to meet Michael Vick? Because I've been a Michael Vick fan forever. And I fucking love Ice Cube. And Whitney Houston, I always love Whitney Houston. So When people are like, you don't want to meet Obama? Well, what the fuck I want to meet Obama for? If I happen to bump into Obama, that's okay. But I'm not going to go out of my way and go to the White House. No, I don't. I, that's not what I want. Right. And yeah. a lot of people try to say, oh, you should want to meet because he's first black president. Fucking, I don't want to meet Al Sharpton. He marched in fucking, he marched in fucking church shoes. That's fucking hard to do. What do you mean marched in church shoes? Dress shoes. Oh, with with uh, with, with Martin Luther King. King. Yeah, oh, you ever try to put a pair? God damn it! I never even realized that they weren't wearing sneakers. No, they was all dressed up. Oh fuck! In you the... know how uncomfortable that would be all on pavement. When, when wait when when was uh what time of the year did they do that? They had to do it like I wasn't born, but they was doing it all the fucking time. They was dressed up in suits they did it for years. No, but when they did the when they did the march on Washington. But Tony Woods, by the way, some of my history is all a little fucked up. Tony Woods told me, and I, maybe we were pre- we were probably drunk when he told me. But he's like, you know why there were so many black people in Washington? I said no, and he said because they did the Million Man March. Oh yeah, they did the Million Man March to Washington. To Washington. So what they do is they'd start in like Montgomery, Alabama, and start walking, and they. Well, that was Farrakhan with the Million. No, Man no, March. no, 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 no. The the when March when, on Washington is different. That's what I meant. The March yeah. on Washington. Yeah. So when they did the March on Washington, they started in Montgomery and they said, we're walking. This is a path we're taking. And so what would happen was churches would come in and come meet in. up. And they'd all, and it was, and by the time they marched to Washington, they had a fucking gang of people rolling into Washington. Yeah. And so then they did the, the march. This is what Tony Woods told me, by the way. And I don't remember if I was sober. So I don't know if this is accurate. And then he said it was time to march back. And everyone's like, well, we're not going to go out of our way to march back. We're just going to go home. And some people were like, well, I'm not walking back through the South by myself. Fuck it. I'm staying in Washington. And that's why he said there's so many black people in Washington. You mean that live there? Yeah. Oh. 
I wonder if that's accurate. I should probably call Tony and see if that's accurate. I don't know. That might be. I never heard that story. Me but either. I know Farrakhan got what the million million man march and yeah. a million man million men uh, showed up and you know it's supposed to be all like for peace and be better husband, be better father. Them motherfuckers went back to the hood and did the same shit they was already doing before they got their ass up there. Did you you ever know meet Tony Woods? I know Tony Woods. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he's awake. Every comic is awake. We is forcing Leanne to stay up. <laughs> what time is it? What do you do, Leanne? It's midnight. I oh, work for shit. Bert. What's that? I work for Bert. Oh, Bert. Yeah. Yeah, I no, raise our don't. kids. I'm about to say you don't work for him. You married to him. Oh, no, I work for she, him too a little bit. She, she does. She's the only reason this fucking that has to have a career. I'd be fuck. I'm a mess. If I if I didn't have her, I wouldn't show up to anything. I'd never fucking book anything. I'd never I'd never make flights. Oh, you, you, yeah, you sent me all the emails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, she did, didn't she? That's Tony what Woods I do. Tony is sleeping. Huh? I, that's what I do. And I make sure everything gets paid and everybody yeah, gets paid. And, you know, I read all his contracts because that, that's not how his brain don't, don't work like that. Isn't it nice? To, how long y'all been married? Uh, forever. Ten years. Ten years? Wow. They say I, after ten years you made it. You know, I just wrote this bit right, Leanna, and since you married, I'm going to ask you. So I said, I was telling my girlfriend, me, my friend who wants to get married. I was like, don't do like most people do. Go out and spend all your fucking money on a wedding. Because to me, a wedding is so fucking overrated. All it is is a fucking dinner to invite people to talk about you, to bring you cheap ass gifts and nah. take your two and $300 <laughs> invitation and use it for a fucking trash paint, just sweet trash up on. Yeah. And they show up at your wedding with cheap ass gifts and talk about you and complain about your fucking fucking food and i was telling her that she was like that is so right i was like don't i was like my girlfriend spent fifteen thousand dollars on her wedding and had a a thousand dollar ring i was like well bitch when you went when you go broke you can't take that wedding to the pawn shop right but you could take that ring to the pawn shop and pay one month's rent you know what i'm saying so my whole thing i don't know why women's wants to go walk down the aisle you already had sex with him it ain't nothing special about this situation when i got married i got married at the courthouse they was like you want to read the vibe i'm fuck no he been paying the bills all this time shut up bitch don't mess it up (laughs) (laughs) don't jinx it yeah don't jinx it you know yeah. i don't understand why my, my other girlfriend my uh, my best friend he got married they spent sixty thousand dollars this bitch rode in on a horse leanne <laughs> first of all horses i'm serious horses and black women don't mix because y'all have made the bounce in the wind you fucking blow wind and weave that shit gonna stand up <laughs> so she get off the horse looking like don king in this bitch oh my God. and i'm like why the fuck did you get off the riding on this horse you look like the horse now that fucking horse <laughs> fucked your hair look like the horse <laughs> i'm serious and they spent sixty thousand dollars. They had stuffed chicken, and then you got you got black people that used to eat stuffed chicken, and you got black people that ain't used to just want fried chicken. Right. So we standing there. What the fuck is this stuck inside this chicken? <laughs> <laughs> I was at I was at a, I was at a, a Ramada Inn one time, like uh, in Sacramento, and all of a sudden I hear all this fucking clamoring, and I'm and it's like a it's a little bit of a beat up hotel. I was doing the Last Unlimited. You ever done it? Last Unlimited, the club up there. Uh, and so I go out, and there's an elephant in the fucking courtyard. And there's a woman on the elephant. It's an Indian wedding. The coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. They got to ride in on an elephant. 
So they have to fucking find an elephant, and then they bring the elephant, and then they have to ride in to meet the groom on an elephant. And then you got to do all of that on stinking ass elephant to a dude you really don't know. The arranged marriage, right. yeah, arranged marriage. That's so you gonna have me riding on a stinking elephant, and then you gonna have me to do all, and put on all. You know Indians, they buy roasting black women. They got to put on a thousand pieces, little glitter pieces of jewelry and shit. <laughs> I'm not going through all that. Did we have sex like I do? We we consummated our marriage before we got here. We've been having sex all week up until the day. I'm tired of having sex with him. He need to take his ass to work. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that true? I don't get it. I don't. I had a ring no. when we first got married. I gained weight. I took the shit off. It don't really matter. It don't really matter. As long Let's as you see, be I true don't to wear, me. That's um, all I wear. My, yeah, you know, you got bitches that got, my friend got, oh, I, did, you know what gets me? Is when you fucking sit there and renew your vows. This is not a lease on a car, bitch. Why are you renewing it? <laughs> you either end it or you keep it. What are you renewing it for? He ain't going to get no younger and neither is you. Fuck you renewing it for? I think that is the stupidest shit ever. My aunt walked on the beach and renewed her marriage after 25 years. Do you know the next month he left her for his girlfriend? I was like, I thought you renewed this shit. <laughs> Evidently, he didn't get the he didn't get what renews your vows mean. No. <laughs> he he left after twenty five years for his younger girlfriend. Well, then you should have renewed your fucking body because he got him a younger body. She got gypped. Oh, I can't say that. Can yeah, I? you can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should probably wrap this podcast up. It's midnight. Leanne's got to get up with children in the morning. When do you, you fly home tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going to the airport. Oh, so did you have a good trip out in LA? I did have a good trip. I had a really good trip. Yeah, it just the, the hours threw me off, and I was ripping and running all over the city. So yeah, I'm literally beat now. I'm so glad you did Joey's podcast. I can't wait to listen to it. It was fun. It was fun. I, I liked him. He was fucking real. He's very He's real. real. Uh, yeah, he was. Re- and we got the same similar background. He used drugs where well, I never used drugs. And um, he sold drugs. You know, he sold drugs to Whitney Houston. No, he didn't tell me that. Oh, there's so much about Joey. Joey sold drugs to Whitney Houston one time. Wow. Sold coke to her. You know, wow. Leanne and I met Whitney Houston. You did? Yeah, I'll give you a copy of my book. What uh, was she I wrote like? it. I wrote it in my book. She was lovely. She was absolutely lovely. She was beautiful inside and out. She was lovely. And that's what I used to, that's what I hate about people. Like when people get on drugs and stuff or whatever your struggle is in life, people want to talk about you and down you. But when you peel back the layers, we all the same fucking people. You might not be snoring coke, but you you might stick dangerous cucumbers up your ass every night that could kill you too. So what make you better than this person? Like I used to always say, oh, my sister don't crack, I'm better than her. No, I fucking eat too much and I'm fat. So we both got bad habits. We're yeah, all the there's, same. there's something. There's a flaw in all of us. Whitney Houston, when Georgia broke, our oldest broke all the teeth out of her, her jaw. Who? Georgia, my oldest is named Georgia. She broke the teeth. Her teeth. Top she broke teeth. her jaw. She broke her jaw. So we'd take her to the hot. We'd take her to the emergency dentist. Like at the like at six in the morning, we had to go there. Oral surgeon. Oral surgeon. Thank you, Leanne. So we go and we go in. We put her under. It's a real fucking mess. I mean, it's dangerous, and we're crying. It's been traumatic. We're crying in the waiting room. And unbeknownst to us, there's a, a black chick in there trying to calm us down, like look at us and make us relax. But I'm but I'm crying so hard that I can't even fucking focus. So we go. They say George is fine. We pick up George. I'm really short in the story. It's in the book. I'm going to give you a copy of my book. And then um, we get to the back. 
And there's like a recovery area, like a recliner. And yeah. And so Leanne sits with Georgia. Georgia's got gauze on her mouth. And then the curtain opens, and it's the black chick from the waiting room, Whitney Houston. And I was like, I remember going, holy shit. And she was so sweet. She but sat yeah. down next to me and was but you're, you're right. hair. And she said, you a good mama. You a real good mama. She's going to be fine. And I was like, oh, my but God, it's Whitney Houston. But oh you're God. right when you say like there's that we're all the same is that whatever you could have thought about Whitney Houston, whatever you might have heard about in the news or whatever you saw on a reality show, first thing she said to me, he goes, it's tough being a daddy, isn't it? And I was like, yeah. It's it's the it's the bonding it's the bonding thing that brings everyone together is yeah fucking raising kids sucks dick it's yeah. tough there's a lot of vulnerabilities I didn't sign up for that she didn't sign up for that you didn't sign up for that Leanne didn't sign up for but then we all share those vulnerabilities and that love and that want to our for our kids to achieve and do better than we did and, and, to and protect them and to protect hey, them you, but you know what y'all white people cry so easily over their kids like I used to babysit believe it or not I used to babysit white kids I forged my uh fucking resume and i got me a job keeping white kids and one time <laughs> keeping white kids <laughs> they're fucking horrible they just brats and they, they're so different from uh, not not yours liam but no about the no like, ours are fucking horrible let me tell you, so we in the crawl we in the grocery store me and the mom and the baby was just fucking off the chain i personally want to say shit set the fuck down before i slap the shit out of you till you turn pink but i can't say that because <laughs> i need a paycheck so the little girl and i was like sit down baby sit down trying to be the good nanny knowing that i'd fuck up if her mama wasn't there she falls out of the buggy the mama flips out ah, and i'm like ma'am uh my fucking niece got hit by a car the other day i beat her ass because it was her fault fuck is wrong with you you know this is what i'm saying to myself so we had the emergency room and the mama oh my god my baby fell out the buggy i'm sitting there like you fucking idiot if you had Medicaid, you would never be in this fucking emergency room. <laughs> I mean, only time black mamas really cry when something happens to their kid, they have to be shot. But they have to literally be <laughs> shot. There's a resilience to black children that white children don't have. Yeah, but if your kids get fucking knocked around or fall down, get the fuck up. I'm not going to the hospital like that. And your mama, my mom was be telling me, my mom would say, don't fucking run across that floor because I'm not going to the hospital because I'm watching Young and the Restless today. <laughs> And we knew not to break shit. You came in and your face was scraped up. Go wash it off and get the fuck back out those. But, you know, that's kind of how I was raised, too, in rural south. Yeah. That's how you raised. But these kids now, they can't. Oh, I'm bleeding. Get the fuck out of my face before I punch you in your face. We didn't go to the hospital for love nor money. Leanne's like that. Leanne's theory is you got to eat a pound of dirt before you die. So, like, she's not afraid of anything. And I'm I'm obsessive compulsive. Like, one time I I was cutting chicken. And I it was cutting in half, and I cut the chicken neck out, and I threw it in the garbage, and I turn around, and Isla's got the chicken neck in her hand. She's a baby, and she's deep throating it, just. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh my god, she's getting salmonella, and I was oh, like, Liam, you should take her to the hospital. I mean, you took I, her to the hospital? No, but no. I fucking stayed up all night. I drank myself to sleep. I got yeah. bit by a bat in Costa Rica. I called Leanne. I'm like, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. I have rabies. I have rabies. <laughs> wow. I'm yeah. neurotic. I'm neurotic. I'm bad. I'm real bad. Like I don't let the girls. Like, whenever they eat, I'm always like, someone's got to be in the room, so I don't want them to choke. Like, oh, God. But burn. I'm not like that. 
I'm not like that. Yeah, because where like you from, all. you got to let them grow up. If they choke, punch them in the chest or in the back, whatever area you see first, and keep it moving. <laughs> yeah. They got to get one good choking out of their life. How do you know they're not going to want to be choked anyway when they grow up? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Brian. Leanne gets about broke climbing trees. I go, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yes, you we did. were in. And then I was like, you've never climbed a tree? He's never climbed, never climbed a tree. What the fuck? Wait, That's on. all you're you doing is climbed, climbed tree. I climbed a redwood for well, trip flip. Well, now you yeah. have. Now. But, t- but, but before when we were teaching we, the girls that he never climbed a tree. Tell, I, I didn't go a day without climbing a tree. That's all we did. When you wanted to shave, you climbed that fucking tree. And if you wasn't fat, you sat up down them them bitches. I mean, up down those limbs, and that was the funnest shit ever. To see a squirrel at to see a squirrel at one end, and that's what I like about squirrels in the white community. The squirrels in the white community will come up to you like where I live at, oh, and they'll yeah. eat out your fucking hands. The squirrels in the hood, I think they tote pistols. They don't fuck with you, and you don't fuck with them. They'll fucking buck on you. They'll get the fuck away from me. Those squirrels in the hoods are mean as fuck. I told my husband, I was like, they fucking eat out your hand. The squirrels in the hood have pocket knives. They'll fucking cut you. They won't eat out your hand. I don't know you. I thought a squirrel, I swear to God, I was walking through D.C., and I was like going through like the the more urban neighborhood and I swear to God I thought a squirrel spit on my foot. He did. I swear to God. I, remember, <laughs> I was like, I thought he spit on my foot. He I was like, spit on you your fucking... Me? He was an orthodont Jew. He was better than you. <laughs> I swear. I, the squirrels in the hood are gangster. When, my, when I moved to my neighborhood... Uh, in Indianapolis, the little old white lady, she in the park every day just feeding a squirrel. And she was like, put it in your hand. They'll walk up there and just take it out your hand. I was like, where the fuck these squirrels come from? The squirrels <laughs> in the hood, I don't, I don't know you. I ain't fucking eating out of your hand. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. I get my own food. I, I got to tell you this before we close. So we uh, we had squirrels in our ceilings, right? And this squirrel had his whole fucking family in my ceiling. So you can just hear him ripping and running. And I guess I was assuming that. They was Mexican because it was so fucking many of them. And when and it's, on Friday, this squirrel would get drunk and he would beat the living shit out of his girlfriend. Ah, that's all you hear was the, the girl squirrel and they would be chased after he whooping his bitch ass. But on Sunday, you would hear him fucking. And, and she'd just be making noise like he putting it down. So one day, they was up there just, err, err, err. And it sounded like he was dogging her out. So I woke up and I was like, Wake the fuck up. He was like, what's wrong? I said, them squirrels up there fucking. You want to do what they doing? He was like, take your ass up there and fuck with them. I got to go to work in the morning. Uh, <laughs> I swear, them squirrels was crazy in my room. I used to uh, listen to them have sex all the time. I was like, how the fuck she have sex all the time and we pay the bill and we don't know. I can't never get fucked. <laughs> I was like, trying to get my husband a guilt trip. I am so glad I met you. I'm so glad You're I met you. You're one of the few people too. I can just sit and talk to. Like Joey, I can do this. Ari, I can do this. Uh, Joe, Brian. Like there's a there's a group of guys. My buddy, you know Tom Segura? Uh, no, but they've been tagging the shit out of Tom Segura. Oh, I got to get you pod- two together. Tell me to do his podcast. I don't know him. Tom Segura is uh, one, one of Tom and Push are, are literally our two. That's pro- his wife, isn't it? Christina Pajinski, yeah. They're like our two best friends, probably, and and we, you, God, you guys, I'm dying to get you guys together. I'll make it happen. I'll, They've been I'll, just tweeting back and forth, and I'm like, oh, here we go again. That's how I met him. Did he tell you? No. The fans put us together. They was oh, like, I was oh, yeah. on his. I never heard of him. 
Look, the most that. amazing thing about hmm. about her is that her fan base is all white dudes. Really? All white dudes just find her fascinating. They find her very real. I think it's a That's lot of right. like, I think, I, I gotta be honest with you, I think you connect with a lot of the things that you see me do where I go, hey guys, you can't say gypsy anymore. Because I think that white guys are the first, we're the canary in the mine when it comes to political correctness and speech in the workplace and around people. And I think it's it, it's ref, it's refreshing to hear someone honestly not give a fuck and not care what like not care what they say because you go in a weird way you're like you're like you're not I don't I don't I would I don't think anyone's ever mistaken one ounce of a word you've ever said for hatred at all. It's no. just it's just this is life. This is where I come from. This is who I am. Yeah. And, you, and 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 you and you you've you you're very real about it. And I think it's it's one of the things, you know, it's like no one wants to hear me, a, a white guy of privilege speak about race. What's my perspective? What do I what what have I experienced other than being white? Oh, guys, sunburn sucks. But like like you you come when you talk about it, it's really fucking fun. It's the reason we Joey Joey's got a pass. Joe, whatever Joey talks about, it's real. It's honest. One of my favorite things Joey Diaz has ever said, ever, and he didn't even know what he said. I don't think he ever knew that it was so brilliant. I pointed it out to him like twice. And he, we were sitting here and he was like, I said something about, I was like, what was prison like? And he's like, dog, if you think black people are allowed in movie theaters, you should go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> I, we are loud in movie theaters. That, like, that is, oh, fuck. I no longer go. Don't ever go to a black theater. Oh, I got to tell you my movie theater. So Tyler Perry released uh, The D. Remember The D with Tyler Perry? Yeah. So, what are you yelling about? I remember that, but I didn't see it. Okay. Oh, yeah. So it's about it's about this rich guy and this girl is a maid. And his rich girl, his girlfriend he got is a bitch that's not appreciative. So he's end up dating the maid, taking her on trips around the world. Make a long story short, at the end of this movie, he decided to pick the girl who was the maid, and he he said, meet me in Africa. And everybody was like, take the ticket, girl. Take the ticket, girl. And they had done fucked up the whole movie because they talked all night long. So finally, (laughs) I'm pissed off because I spent my $8 for you to shut the fuck up. You know, so I turn around, I say, bitches, this shit ain't real. It ain't a nigga in here could afford to send your ass to Africa. <laughs> and the whole theater just bust out laughing. <laughs> and so I got all of my kids, they were like, what the fuck? I said, I'm tired of you lonely bitches back here. This shit ain't real. Look at these niggas in here with their pants hanging. They ain't taking you to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> take the ticket, take the ticket. <laughs> yeah, they was like, take the ticket, girl. Take the ticket. Oh, girl, he love you. I said, this shit. It ain't real. Why do wait? Why do black people talk at movie theaters? Because they stupid. No, <laughs> no fuckers. You. And they know who they fucking. I don't fucking. think that's it. They stupid. I don't think. Yeah, I'm it. telling you, I'm black. They stupid. <laughs> I can say that. I can say that. But what is it? Is it? Is it, is it like a? Is it? I have no idea why we talk. Like, and don't go with my brother. My brother's a dirty motherfucker. He'll go see the move before you. Then when he'll take you, hey, they right here about to happen. They right here about shut the fuck up. <laughs> He, my brother do the whole, he do that all day long. That's what really? he do. 
Yes, he talked through the whole movie. He's one of like ref and make joke about oh uh, that that had to be true. Like yeah, run motherfucker run. We get really into it, and yeah. we automatically know that the black person is gonna die, and the white people gonna do something stupid to die. And so we waiting on you to die, but we in our head we want to save you. Yeah. So instead of saying it in our head, the shit come out. Run, you stupid hunky. So you yeah. hear a white black black person say some shit like that at the movie. Like oh excuse me, we in the theater, you dumb motherfucker. Oh, by the way, if that's not the greatest podcast that's not out there. What? If I just bring in like 10 black dudes from the hood into the man cave and I play a movie and I go, guys, I want you to commentate it. Do you know it? Do you know them? No. They're going to steal your TV. Oh, maybe that's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's a bad idea. But I want to, you know, like, you know what Mystery, mystery Science TV? <laughs> it's naive as dog shit. <laughs> Do you know Boy, what? You got you to gotta start thinking outside the I box a I'm little not, bit. <laughs> I, my, I went for, you going to uh, just bring him into the man cave and no. say, oh, by the way, I don't lock this door. <laughs> oh, did, I Call did. me and say, Miss Pat, would you do this? And then if I say no, then you don't do it. I'll, what I'm going to do, what I want to do is, do you remember Mystery Science 3000? No. no. Mystery Science 3000 was, uh, it was, what it was was a robot and a dude commenting really on movies. really dorky. But it was really like nerdy, but, really but I would, dorky. I want to see, uh, I want to see, I want to see movies on, oh, this is a really fucking good idea. I want to see movies on FX, but instead of like Dave Holmes and the girl commenting in between, uh, interesting footnote about X-Men, the original director, Brian Singer, uh, backed you know out what? the last That's moment. That's the funniest but I want to see it with just- what Regular it, people. With, with black people, not regular people, with black people shouting through the entire fucking movie- and like so, like you take a camera into Magic Johnson Cinemas, and you show that movie, but all you can see is the shadows of black people sitting in the theater, and and the theater's mic'd. So you hear, "Run, motherfucker, run!" Oh yeah, that's what I'd you fucking mean. pay to hear. I'd pay to watch that. <laughs> that I do that too. I don't know why. Like I can't watch scary shit. Yeah. And, I, and I'll be like, "Oh, he gonna kill him!" Oh, no, don't God go in there, bitch. This is. I wish I hadn't said this on the podcast. I may have to fucking edit this out. That's a really fucking great idea. It is. That is a really great I was just idea. Telling you that was a really great idea. Oh, well, you're gonna be an executive producer on it. You helped me come up with the idea. We're gonna fucking make that happen. Will you? Oh my God. Oh, that, that is fucking hilarious. So much fucking that would fun. Be really fun. I want you like when he come up with ideas like this. It happens all the time. Oh, I got to oh. write it out now. All it right. Happens a lot. That's copyrighted, everybody. I'm already sending it into my manager and agent. Don't try to steal it. I um, won't. I don't know what to well, do. With hey, it. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for. Uh, thank you for. Uh, thank, you for uh, thank you. I hope I didn't curse too much. Oh please. <laughs> you like a good. Southern I'm married Baptist to him. Here. No. <laughs> no, I don't She's, think I heard him curse. I haven't seen her get so excited about Willie B, and I haven't seen her been. That I'm so glad you're from Georgia. Somebody know what the hell I'm talking about. I wanted to do that as a bit, but I don't think outside of Georgia people. I've never really heard of Willie B. It. it would yeah. kill in Georgia. It would kill in Georgia. It would kill in yeah. Georgia, but I don't want to write jokes for Georgia. Totally. I want, I, maybe I could just tell it as a story. Somehow I could tell it as a story, even though you, because you was Willie Was Willie B the mayor? He was, was an he, ape. No, was, was the, the He na- was the mayor. Was he black or white? He was white. I'm just wondering. Well, his name's Willie B. Doesn't sound was like he white. white? I don't remember. I don't know. I think he was the mayor. Because it's a good joke. If It's a really good joke. If the mayor was black, the racism that they named the ape after the mayor. 
But he was white. Well, I don't I know. He was a white man. We'll find Google out. Google him. I'm Googling. You'll see Willie B, too. I'm so glad I got to tell that story. <laughs> and I shared it with your podcast. It was a good story. <laughs> I love Willie B. Oh, I did, too. Oh, See, I'm not lying, am I? <laughs> There's Willie B. I told you. Willie B. Willie B. And when he died, we shot down the city. Didn't we, Leanne? Yeah. The city shut down. God, the Fort Willie. Oh, God, he was white. Oh, he was old school white, white racist. Like I hate to say that William Barry Hartsfield. Oh, he's, oh, he's, oh, he's, he's, he's the guy they named the, the airport. Fucking, the airport after. Wow, I didn't even know that. He didn't. He's, I'm not saying William B. Barry Hartsfield is a racist, but he's got that old school racist look. Mm-hmm. You know, with the glasses and like, uh, and like he walks into the room and you're just like, oh, this is gonna be what bad. What year was he mayor? 1960, 1937 to 41. Well, why did they name him after him? I don't know. He must have done some good. He died in 1980. That's when they well, let's, I, let's Let's be really honest. He was mayor from 37 to 41. Probably chances were he had some probably unacceptable views in today's society. We're going to ballpark that. Okay. Not during the Depression? Yeah, he's, he was the... No, no, no. That was... No, it was Depression 39? No. 29. He was only mayor for a little while. Well, that's who they named the airport and... Well, you know, they changed I got to be airport. honest with you. You want to see something crazy? What? Willie B. the ape has a longer Wikipedia than Willie B. the mayor. <laughs> 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 we love Willie B. And when he died, we shut the city down. Uh, Those just, white people was out there crying. They eyeball, Everybody was. Yeah. I apologize for icon. saying that Willie B., Willie B. the white guy was not uh was somewhat racist he was not he was actually uh one of the first proponents of civil rights struggles in the 50s that's what i said he must have done something really good yeah he must that's have. why they yeah. named the ape apple yeah. because he, he's like i'm gonna give black people an ape <laughs> and yeah. bananas anytime they want them they middle of the week middle of the week middle of the week middle of the month, month, month. he was Sorry, responsible month. for the slogan the city too busy for hate Anyone? I never heard that slogan. Me either. Uh, he was also an activist to permit unathletic children to play sports. Fat kids. <laughs> he was a strong activist to permit unathletic children to play sports. Oh, that was strictly white kids. <laughs> he was, str- he was <laughs> the strongest. That was, that was white kids. He was a strong <laughs> What do that supposed to mean? Unathletic kids to play sports. That was what white a kids. Weird <laughs> what Just the like, fuck is that? Hey, you you don't look good at back in the game. Get the kid. This is what I do, guys. This is what I do. <laughs> oh, what a fucking weird. And it was white kids. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah, also, that is, by the way, if that's a troll ad on his thing, that is my favorite. William was a strong <laughs> activist. Permit. Um, <laughs> oh, someone please so put that in my Wikipedia. One, he's the one. Said that you can't oh. cut any kid from a team. Yeah, <laughs> strong <laughs> activist to permit unathletic children to play. I don't know By what way, that means. I just want to see the fucking the one public service dance when he did where he sat on a stage with a bunch of unathletic kids, <laughs> and he's like, "My goal is for each of them to be either a shirt or a skin." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Willie Berry. Oh, 
<laughs> I'm glad you Googled him. I'm really glad I Googled him. <laughs> okay, pop quiz. Who is the first black mayor in Atlanta? Uh, young. Maynard Jackson. Maynard Jackson. Maynard Jackson. Really? Mayor mm-hmm. Maynard Jackson. And we got one. They got one now. Yeah, that was I the only keep two. Up with politics. I hadn't lived there since ninety. You been here that long? I moved. I moved to New York in ninety three. Maynard Jackson. He died on a plane. He it, got off a plane. He, he died. I didn't what? Know that. From fatness. Really? Had a heart attack. Maynard. What a great fucking name. Maynard. Maynard Jackson. Was he a good looking dude? You know. You remember Maynard Jackson? Wasn't that him, or was that uh, the other black dude? Who was uh had the white? Who was cheating on his wife and his girlfriend went over there and hit in the head with a high heel shoe? I don't remember who Wait, that was. He's black. Maynard mm-hmm. Jackson, yeah. Oh yeah, he's an Obama. He's got good hair. Yeah, they they get good hair when you mix them. God. Yeah, he just died. He he's died a big two. guy too. Yeah, that's how he died. I think he was, he was the mayor a long time, wasn't he? Mm-hmm, and they. I think it's only two, him and the one we got now. Well, and, uh, Andrew Young was one, was he? Andrew Young, yeah. Y'all forgot all about Andrew Young. He was after Jackson. Andrew Young. Wow, this is, Atlanta's a really interesting place. I wish History Channel would do, um, you know, like they did the Hatfields and McCoys? I wish they'd do it with cities. Like, you know, like do like a big extensive, like uh, like drama. Like, you know, where you meet the characters but you don't really know who they are, but then you see them rise to power and do like a mini series, like a mini series on a city. And just like, I want to know, I want to know about Georgia or I mean, maybe a state, you could do a state, but I want to know about like who started Georgia. The Scots apparently started Georgia, the Scottish people. And that's, someone told me that's where you got the term redneck was Scottish people were wearing right red scarves around their necks. Oh, the sun burnt their neck. That's what I was always told. That's what I always thought. That's what I was always told, but someone told me, uh, John DeBella told me that it's because they they wore red. I've never seen white people around that with red scars. They next be red. All right, we got to stop talking. I'm going to stay up all night. I could fucking talk to you forever. Um, Tell me next time you're in L.A. I will. And then we'll just do this again. Maybe we'll get Joey over. We'll have a few drinks. Do you drink? You don't drink, do you? No. You smoke weed? Uh, Joey asked me, do you smoke reefer? Yeah. I said, "How old are you? 60? <laughs> no, I don't smoke. He doesn't. Anything. He doesn't know. He was born in Cuba. And they lost his birth certificate. They did. Yeah, his mom didn't. He when his mom passed away. By the way, I'm speaking for Joey, and I don't. I don't, I don't like doing that. But I like telling good Joey stories. But sometimes my Joey story may not be the accurate Joey story. But when his mom passed away, he was like 13, and she, when she died, he lost all the phone numbers to his family because she had him in her head." He lost all the phone numbers to his family. Like he, you don't think when you're 13, your mom passes away, and you have no one in your life to go. Hey, I should get my passport. I should get my my birth certificate. I should get some identification. He just left, and so he was like, like all his like all his real documents were gone. And she took him from Cuba, so I don't, he may not have had him in the first place. So he was. He, so he was already here in America. He's got man. His, uh, do you, how much do you know about Joey? I don't know anything. About oh, Joey. he is one of the most fascinating fucking human beings. So he don't know his real age. He kind of does. He can ballpark it, I think. I don't, but like, but that's like one of the things Joe Rogan used to say on the podcast is like, no one really knows how old Joey is because he was just, it's like, so it happened a lot with the, with Vietnamese kids my age. 
because they got brought over in the Vietnamese children drop, like when they brought over kids. And a lot of them drop kids. No, no, they brought them over in an airplane, but they brought them over in an airplane. There's a crazy picture online of a bunch of bassinets, like every seat in a 777 or a or like a 747. What did they bring them over for? Uh, because they were orphans and they brought them over for families from um, the Vietnam War. From the Vietnam War. They're refugees. My buddy Pete Curry and his brother Mike Curry were both brought over from Vietnam and they didn't know how old they were because their birth certificates were like kind of like flip-floppy. So like his brother was I want to say like 2 years older than the grade he should have been in. So he was amazing at fucking baseball. He was 10 times bigger than every kid he played with. But Pete was younger than everyone in his grade cuz they fucked up his age. So he was smaller than everyone. So it's it, it's I don't know. By the way, that's my fucking remembrance of the story. But my uh, daddy said it happened to me. He said my birthday is not April the 1st. My birthday is not April the second and April the first. And he said, uh, he said, uh, he said, uh, he said, I was born in seventies, the seventies. So he was like, they change your birth certificate. I was like, well, who the fuck changed my birth certificate? He's like, they just didn't want you to be born on April Fool's Day. So they just gave that me. Sounds like somebody from Georgia would do something like that. But I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about, Daddy?" So he always said, "Your birthday is April first. I was there. I pulled you out your mama vagina in the car." I was like, "You fucking delivered me car? in a car, so you don't know what day it really Wait, you was." You got delivered in a car? Well, that's what he told me. But I, that's why I lost my virginity in a car. If I was on a first date with you, I, with, God, but now I'm starting to sound. Well, no, I didn't. I, I got pregnant in the car. With my first child, I lost my virginity in the graveyard. Classy. <laughs> <laughs> Most people don't think that. It's like, how dare you disturb the dead? Uh, they fucking sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> they're on and they're probably <laughs> enjoying the porn show. <laughs> right, right. If I was on a first date with you, I would never be able to try to make my first move. Because I'd be like, wait, tell me another story. <laughs> <laughs> My husband hate these stories, so I appreciate you letting me tell him. I don't want to hear this shit. It's horrible. It's horrible. He hates them. And what did like, your husband I, do again? General Motor. We're going to say this and we got to close. His favorite story. This is the only one he liked. When we was little. Did I tell you about we still in the food stamps? Mm-mm. When we stole the food stamps, we got back to the house. I make it short. We had been playing Pac-Man. And my granddaddy put a chair in the floor. And he said, who stole the food stamp? I'm going to hang all of y'all. I told you that story. No. And, um. Nobody was gonna tell because we all stole the food stamps together. So he put he had a beam in the ceiling like you have here. So he threw the rope around it, put a chair up there, put my cousin up there, put a rope around his neck, and pulled a chair. So I'm a kid. I literally thought my cousin was hanging for two days. It fucking freaked me out. And he lined us all up and he said, I'm gonna hang every one of you black motherfuckers so you come up with the food stamp. And he said, I'm gonna start from the youngest to the old. And I'm sitting there thinking, hold on, motherfucker, I'm the youngest. I'm next. So I was like, oh, aunt stole the food stamps i'm not gonna be hung over no fucking food stamps <laughs> he literally hung the shit out of my cousin it Wait. wasn't shit he would take the chair it's i think he was really good at hanging uh because <laughs> <laughs> we never died you know maybe a little past because my family was so crazy like i had an uncle I'm serious. I had an uncle that used to get drunk, my Uncle Bunny. And my Uncle Bunny would pop his his, slate, his little blade out, and he would grab us by the neck, and he put the knife to our throat. He's like, should I cut our goddamn throat? And everybody would be cheering out, do it, Uncle Bunny, do it. And I'm sitting there like, do y'all know this fucking child abuse? So to this day, we, we all grew up with a little slit on our necks on the same side because Uncle Bunny was right-handed. Uncle Bunny? 
Uncle Bonnie, he would get drunk, put the knife to our throat, and everybody be like, it's my turn, it's my turn. And that shit traumatized me. Between the hanging and Uncle Bonnie, I was like, you motherfuckers are crazy. And you thought you had it bad by having to go pick your own switch, Liam. Oh, that's it. Oh, we had to pick our own switches. We put, My mama beat the shit out of us for drinking her liquor that time, and we had to get the switch, and you plowed them, and then my mama was a dirty bitch. So she take them, and she let the water get hot and stick them up under the water cause so they'll stick together real good. And she would beat that bitch down to a pencil on your ass. Really? And then she would, what was so crazy after she beat your ass, she would take you and put Vaseline on you and cocoa butter on you and act like she loved you. So you did this shit 20 minutes before you beat the hell out of me? (laughs) That's how I grew up. (laughs) I fucking love you. I love you too. (laughs) Miss Pat, thank you for coming by. Thank you. Anytime, anytime you're in LA, please, an open invite. Just hang out back here. We'll have a conversation. We sure will. Thank you. Nice to meet you too, Leanne. Nice to meet you. you, Do you have any dates you want to plug? Uh, Mainly June 24th. Dating Funny Bone, Lafayette Theater, September the 6th, and I'm coming as... Uh, Wait, June 24th? July 24th. Oh, July I was about 24th. say, I think I'm there June 24th. You are there, June. I saw you. Yeah. I'm there for one night. Are you really? July 24th. How yeah. far is that from where you are? That's like an hour from my house. Yeah? Yeah, I might ride down and check you out. Come out, do a guest set. I probably will. Come in. Oh, that would be great. I'd love that. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, baby. Good night, y'all. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.